on here. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, don't add that fool yet. All right, man, chill out, man. You don't even know what I'm talking to. Hold on. You just said it. Hey, <laughs> we live. Hey, we live. We live, by the way. I know we live. So, uh, I'm hitting the button. He, he did that on purpose, yo. I'm going to beat the brakes off Solomon, the anti-vax shit. No, you're not, man, Solomon. I got it. Solomon, one, two, three, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I, I, I talked to him in Harlem, man. He was anti-vax, man. I'm nah, he anti-vax right until he talked to that crazy nigga. <laughs> oh, that's uh, um, by some of you was anti-vax in. Yeah, right until he talked to that nigga saw Shucklebuck. What'd you say, Shucklebuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I sent it to you. All right, bye. Bring the clip. All right. Yo, <laughs> say the nigga saw shuffle button, yo. That's funny. That's crazy, yo. Oh. Let's let the room pile up for a minute, man. Come on, we ain't, we gonna be this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn over a new leaf after the day. I might cuss out a few people, but after the day, it's ah oh, man. <laughs> new leaf, new leaf up. Yes, yes. Hey, 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 up. Uh, yeah, you you gotta say that heckling baby thing again. Yeah, that's just funny as hell, bro. All right, I sent you the link, you're gonna come in. All right, all right, yeah. <laughs> Ain't none of y'all got nothing on the oatmeal woman, period. Hey Nobody. man, hold on. Don't none of y'all got nothing on the oatmeal woman. The oatmeal woman was a trip. <laughs> oatmeal As a matter of fact, what about the heckling baby? <laughs> hey, Chef, and I ain't seen you the debate, did I? I ain't sent it to you, did I? Nah, you ain't sent it to me. Text I, got, I got it, I'll send it, Chef, my bad. Yeah, got they got you. they had a heckling baby, and every time I grab the mic, <laughs> you be like, "What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> was it a button or something they pushed on the baby, yo?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, that was weird, yo. Hey, people in the front row, right? Like this with papers. Look, 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 look. And I'd have been in the coat before. Look at like this. Look, look. Hey, Chefin, I saw said. Hey man, y'all want more safe? Y'all want safer vaccines? He said, "Well, for something to be safer, then you must say it's safe already." Right? It's like <laughs> double talking. He double talking. <laughs> Yo, you gotta watch the debate. They went from vaccines don't work. Nah, 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 nah. We're gonna vaccinate, but we want safer vaccines. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the other the scientist guy, he was that's what he was arguing for safer vaccines. Which confused me, which confused me, yo, because he threw up some numbers up there on that board. Now, like, wait a minute, where you getting that from? He made it up, nigga. He's mad, the mad scientist, yo. The scientist <laughs> was crazy because I got him before the debate started. I was like, come on, yo, you're an evolutionary scientist, man. Well, what you trying to say, man, if you legit? He's like, nah, 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 I vaccinate my children. I'm like, oh, I said, I bet you won't say that during the debate. And he took the bait. He was like, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> so when he said it, Sean, I was like, so you mean to tell me you got all your children vaccinated? Why you in here trying to tell us not to get our children vaccinated? Nah, nigga, I say, right. man, the other scientists, yo. <laughs> and, then, he, and he argued up and down for safer vaccines. That's what he said. I just feel like there's got to be a better way for us to administer the vaccine than the way that we're actually doing it because it's blah, 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 bull crap, yo. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. Black man created a way to get, dang it, uh, administer 
you know, the, uh, the inoculation. Yeah, our scientists are the best in the world. They already considered that red algae bullshit, and then they 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 said get out of here. They considered these alternative adjuvants already, and they said no good. Mm. We we have the best of the best in what we have in vaccines, and food, and in our medicine. We have the best of the best of what they have. That's it. Everything has been considered. Oh man. All I know is when that when it when Devon went over there and grabbed the mic and went on that side with them white people and started talking about red algae, I could have punched him in his damn mouth, yo. Yeah, he, he was over there hugging those white boys and everything, man. Could have punched him in his mouth. Man, he lucky I wasn't 30, you ought to beat him up right on stage. <laughs> now, now my bark is louder than my bite, nigga. Now I can't do much. I gotta get back in shape. A diviner beat you quick. He'd be running around like a little mouse. I had to, <laughs> I had to throw a chair at Divine, yo. <laughs> no, but you you got Divine uh, the night the day before over at Sinatra. Right. Like he done. Right, he done. He, I'm not debating him. Why he I'm just showed he just showed how he debates. He showed it. You feel me? Like don't ever deal with no real information. Yeah, yeah, he, he got to go research counter arguments. You feel me? Yeah. Like, he, he, he prepares off of what you say. And like, here's nah, he claim he got a team to do research, though. That's what he oh said. He got a research team. But yeah. they didn't know about the vaccine for Ebola and yellow fever. Yeah, and when Ump hit him with that, he was there. He didn't even know. Like, how you going to be an expert on the topic and telling people not to vaccinate? But you don't even know about vaccinations. Okay, so let's be truthful real quick, though, Shepard. Go ahead. This is this is why he don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Because he also believes some of the stuff that that some of the people on our side. When I say our side, the so-called uh, uh, non-Hebrew side, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the people that that try to follow African spiritual systems and so forth, and then they water it down with this Christianity mixed into it. Those mm -hmm. folks, you know, like um, they follow certain elders in the community who actually push, you know, no vaccinations and all these other things. So he pulls from all of these different people and all these different personalities and all of that thing. And then he'll put it in front of you. They'll be like, look, I'm in line with you. Even though I'm a Hebrew, I'm still in line with you because this is what, uh, this is what, uh, Infudishi says, or this is what Baba Heru says, or this is what Queen of Four says. This is what Dr. Sabi says. This, this mm -hmm. is, you know, he starts naming all of these people. This is what the pill's doing, so on and so forth. So he uses that as a shield. You feel me? So he right. can sneak in. It's just like he can, like he's trying to do with West Africa. Like, we love Africa. We love Africa. We West African. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Look at Jews mm -hmm. in West Africa. And then you, then he run in the golf yeah. field, and then it's a whole nother problem. So he snakes his way in some kind of way. So it's if called, he can't come in through the front door, he coming through yeah, the side of the back. Yeah, we call that playing both sides of the fence. Right. You feel me? Playing the fence. That's, that's what he do all day. You know what I mean? That's what he, but when Unc caught him with that, right? It was like an uppercut. Like, yo, he, he was butt naked. He was butt naked. I'm like, oh, you, wow. But then, wow. When, when, when he, uh, when, when you also, when you hit him with, is your kids vaccinated? Yo, all you had to do was answer the question. You feel me? Like, well, you well I got other people involved. I got other what? people involved. I don't really want to talk about that. Like, yo, what is that? That ain't even, what, what, you, 
so you're just a liar. You, you feel me? Yo, if your kid's vaccinated, you feel me? Just say it. Like, what? If they not vaccinated, if, if you believe Man, them women got the kids vaccinated, yo. No, they don't. Vaccinated like Mine don't got his kids vaccinated, yo. Man, his True. kids vaccinated. Keep I them kids vaccinated. Nah, you want to put money up on? You want better on it? You want better on it? He's saying he acting like they not. That's enough for me to say it. Hey, so you gonna stop? You gonna stop making people say you double talking? Assad was like, "Hey, man, safer vaccines for them to be safer than me. They gotta already be safe. You trying to make them safer?" A <laughs> 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 lady, lady had that pen in the front row. He 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 doubled. <laughs> Somebody need to vaccinate that damn baby in there, yo. That baby cried every time we grabbed that mic, yo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the heckling baby, man, yo. I don't care what nobody say. Somebody need to vaccinate the baby. <laughs> yo, none, look, none of our computers worked in that motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. I can't even. Yeah. Our charges didn't work, bro. It was crazy. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere without my computer working, yo. My computer yeah, the computers work. Were- Assault, could you get online assault with your shit? Hell no, bro. Yo, yeah, they, hey, yo, they, hey, yo, they did. Gotta give it Please. to them, yo. Please. Gotta give it to them. I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna give it to them, bro. They, 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 they sent 500 strong in that motherfucker. They jammed all the computers. They, <laughs> they, they had, they had the moderator was anti-vaccine, flat earther. They had the timekeeper was anti-vaccine. When you look at the tape, she throwing in comments. <laughs> oh, the lady that sat beside him, the timekeeper. Yeah, she, the yeah time she was promoting. She was promoting a book, the video. She was promoting all. I was like, who is this lady? Did she co-author his book or something? I say, man. I say, you know what? I forgot. Your white people show know how to cheat, yo. They invented the cheating shit, yo. They was cheating. And then Curtis gonna start asking people, who won? Who won this round? I say, Curtis, they all anti-vaccine. What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> like so, like was gonna change. Hey man, that was- Like you was gonna sway, you gonna sway all the people that bought his book. Oh, that shit was- Yeah. Funny. I had a good time, man. But look, let's get, let's go ahead and get this started real quick, man. Uh, I think we can all say, yo, it was a, it was a good time. What, what we need is next time we need about ten more people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we need ten people with a pen and a pad and writing down all that shit they said. Cause I swear to God, yo, the first the, the nigga opening statement, man, he said about thirty. <laughs> he was a professional claimer. <laughs> professional claimer. <laughs> I say. Hey, I'm biased for trying to look it up. I said I'm biased. You can't look all this shit up. <laughs> yeah, you can't waste your time. Yeah. Um, I got frustrated, bro. Down all the claims that they make, and so that's why I was telling Unc uh, previously, like if you have another debate, you have to make them narrow down the topic. So, for example, it can't be a vague uh, or vaccine safe. Right. Let's let's discuss one or two vaccines. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you if you throwing you know thirty six vaccines in the conversation, there's no way that you 
can go into any kind of detail, you know, to get to the bottom of the issue. So this is one of the reasons why you have to narrow the debate because all pseudos, whether they're flat earthers, whether they're creationists, whether they're anti-evolutionists, et cetera, et cetera, what they, the strategy has always been, let's bombard you with a whole bunch of issues that you know is going to take time to, to filter through and have a discussion and get you off of your game by having you trying to respond to, you know, all the comments and claims that are coming from 20 different directions. And so you can't, we can't allow that to happen. And so the, the, the next step is to challenge them to a debate on our terms. Yeah. And they can't, um, they can't, ethically deny it since we volunteered under their terms. And so now, you know, we'll, we set it up to where they will have to present, you know, the facts because you notice throughout the, the conversation that they never provided any research. Like they never quoted directly from any kind of research. Right. Their, their idea evidence was, was showing a conversation that, you know, some random folks was having at a damn lecture. <laughs> and so like, see, see so-and-so is saying this, who cares? <laughs> my, you know, my mother swears to God that we got Indian in our family. Right, right, right. That don't mean, <laughs> that don't mean testimonial that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that church stuff, man. I experienced Jesus. Like, how are we gonna argue that? Yeah. That lady said. That lady said. The lady said, "Y'all claim I'm anti-science. I'm sci I'm the science." I was like, "What?" Yeah. She sound like a. She said, <laughs> "Like a a polite recruit or something." I'm the science. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> hey, yo. Hold on, this lady said that she had auto autoimmune disease. She had it. Her daughter had it. Her son had it. And she said her son, murder lady, had it. I said, damn. Hey, she said, uh, she said a baby boy had arthritis in the hip, yo. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah so he ain't even 10 years old. He got arthritis. Could that be just bad genetics? From, That's from, what um, I said. Y'all just a sick family. Yeah, <laughs> bad genes. Then she had a twenty. She had a twenty-year-old. Her twenty-year-old cousin was vaccinated, and he died from cancer. <laughs> <laughs> they blamed all of their um, ailments on vaccines. <laughs> but that's what those people do. They tell the most outlandish lies. When up came to Baltimore, a lady stood up, said three people in her family died from vaccines. <laughs> Right, and, 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 and she basically tied um, in them hands behind their back because you don't want to tell an old lady, you know right, what I mean, right, that right. she's lying. Yeah. So all of those people who get up, man, they be lying, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they make it personal like that, like, yeah, who are we to like say, yo, your kid ain't die from that? Like, exactly. I, I don't even want to touch that, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, you. Um, 
see a situation like that, the proper thing to do is to, of course, empathize with the person for their loss. And, but in a situation like that, this is where you bring up somehow creatively, you ask for the autopsy. And so every single time that, you know, someone tries to bring, um, bring up a, you know, a so-called vaccine death, what did the, what did the autopsy say? And which once you ask for the autopsy, of course, they're going to be like, well, the person was in cahoots with Big Pharma, whatever kind of you <laughs> know, excuse that they will come up with. And then mm-hmm. that's when you, you, you know, you kind of emphasize the stress that, you know, if, if they didn't give a diagnosis that it was the vaccine, obviously, you know, you're resisting right now. And by what expertise are we, you know, to believe that it was vaccine just based on your word? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now you have the education to diagnose without autopsy, without medical training, all this, that this is, in fact, what happens. And so, you know, as I, uh, you know, because we was getting into these discussions earlier in terms of strategy, you know, was telling, like, even Sanjeti, you know, uh, prior to the debate, that we, all, we, we always have to try to avoid anecdotal evidence, because anecdotal evidence is not evidence at all. Right. And that's all you heard from that side. So that's why they bring up mothers and stuff to this nature, but they could not cite one scientific paper who studied that studied hundreds of thousands of, of folks and came to a particular body, uh, came to a particular conclusion. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? You know, I just wanted to um, come in real quick because uh, I wanted to just present the interview that I had with uh, Big Tree. I think that'll be um, along the lines of something that y'all would want to know about. Um, and it's in the context of what you were just talking about, um, Asar. Mm-hmm. Um, I can share a screen on here. Yeah, go ahead. Let me make uh, this point real quick, Solo. Asar, I asked that lady, I said, do you got an autopsy? <laughs> Remember I asked that Sherman? Yeah, hell yeah. Did I asked, I had to say, I did like this. Yeah. Man, do you, I'm just saying, do you, do you have an autopsy? <laughs> right, but see, even in that moment, that was a little bit too insensitive for the crowd. You right, right. Like, 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 even get in that out. moment, mm-hmm. even asking a question like that mm-hmm. is a little bit too in, uh, insensitive for people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they do that almost, they know what they're doing. You feel me? It's like that Trump card, because uh, what you asked me, he asked the whole crowd in Baltimore. How many people y'all know in y'all family or friends died from cancer? You know what I mean? All these people raised their hands. How many people you know died, you know what I mean, of, you know, basic things, uh, gun violence? You know what I mean? Everybody can raise their hand. How many people y'all know or, or in y'all family died from a vaccine? She's <laughs> the only one who raised her hand. <laughs> right? She's the only one who raised her hand. And when she got up, she said three of her family members. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three. yeah, her immediate family. Right, right, right. It was her immediate, it wasn't like a second cousin. It was right. her son, her grandchild, <laughs> and her sister. I was like, yo, that's just bad luck, yo. Yeah. Like, come on, yo, like, so, I mean. Uh, 
Can y'all yeah, what, what that say? Unks get body. Hold on. That say Unks get body. Unk get body. <laughs> yeah, Unk got body by the sister. That's the that's the that's the interview that he had with the sister. Um, Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, yeah. Unk got body by Bernstein. <laughs> yeah, that was that was in the post debate joint. You know what I'm talking about. That was the. This the video right here. If y'all can see, can y'all hear? Yeah. Wait. Play right, it. here. Wait. No, no. He look like a preacher. No, no volume. Uh, I gotta, I gotta probably take this. No, that's my man. He, he did the anti-vax movie. He know what it is though. He now no, predict the move though. Y'all hear? Huh? Y'all better hear now, right? We can hear a little bit. It ain't moving. He paused it. Yo, look like Phil Valentine. It's low solar mine. Play the audio. I gotta do it. I gotta do it, Sean. Hold on. Nah, solar mine gotta do it. He need to go to his microphone right beside his microphone is that little down arrow. He need to click that arrow right beside his microphone, whether go up or down. It's gonna ask him if you want to play the audio through the thing through this computer. And that's okay, what he needs to do. Where, where where I go go oh, the arrow down right here? Yeah, yeah. You do that, and then um, it should allow you to be able to play the audio through the through the joint. All right. Is that better? Yeah, it got a little louder. It got a little louder. You playing it through your computer now? Oh, well, I just hit the. I just did what he said. Hit the arrow down, and um, no, 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 no. You gotta hit that arrow, and then find play through computer. It's gonna say. Uh, where is that? The bottom here? Right next to your microphone. Through. Okay, I see the options. It says the people on YouTube said they can hear it though. Share. Oh, share computer sound. Yeah. Share computer. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try share computer sound. All right. So uh, they say they're able to hear it, but all right. Number one most powerful lobby in Washington. Do you think they're fighting to get two percent of the unvaccinated kids to vaccinated? It's a couple million dollars. They want three hundred and thirty million Americans lined up on a yearly basis getting currently sixteen vaccines in the adult program. Two hundred and seventy vaccines have already been approved for sale. And there's like a thousands of vaccines across future of that industry is vaccines and it's in a population that has no choice in opting out of it. That's what's going on. So for everyone, like I, you know, I get a little, everyone's like, well, New York, what are you doing in New York? What are we doing in California? Folks, this is a world problem. This is so much bigger than New York now. This is so much bigger than New Jersey. This is, we have got, whether or not we lose battles here and there, we have got to win this on a global scale. We are going to lose the right to control our own bodies. Just profit. Then we are human beings. Uh, how you doing? Man? How you doing? Hey, uh, uh, you had the most. And and this is something that I'm not. Hold on, I hit here. My bad. You ain't get that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. the most kind of polarizing presentation, in my opinion. Polarizing, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How because, so? Because uh, you, you stated the facts. You yeah. With more detail. Yeah. And um, so my question to you is, um, was it something that they presented that you didn't know about? I mean, the truth is I do this a lot. I know that there's only, they have a short book of talking points. And it's really unfortunate that our doctors are very uneducated on this issue. All they know how to do is read the literature. Essentially, they're reading the literature by the manufacturer. The ones that are gonna make billions of dollars on it will tell you HPV vaccine is safe. Well, what company doesn't say their product is safe? What you have to do is start researching and reading the science, and that's what I've done. I have a, not just by myself, I have a team of scientists and doctors and lawyers that have been doing nothing but reading the science. When we went and met with the National Institute of Health and the CDC, we said, and I have a debate, you can see it on my website, I can decide we sent all of our problems to Health and Human Services, which is the, our, the, our mothership of our health department, about a 37-page document that laid out with citations all of the links a lot of my showed here and said, show us how we're wrong. This proves your vaccines aren't safe. They responded with about an 18-page document and they cited studies. And we happen to know that they involved the FDA, the NIH, the CDC, uh, the EPA were all involved in responding to us. So they took this very seriously. And then they sent us 18 pages. It took us about six or seven months to read all of the studies they showed us because this is about reading. This is about science, as was said. This isn't, a, I'm not in some emotional opinion here. If I'm wrong, I want to be wrong. I'd love to be able to tell you after investigating vaccines that they're safe and effective and the good science has been done. We just, it was hidden from us and it was in places we didn't know to look. We looked, we asked them to show it to us. They don't have it. And so then we had an 88 page response, which all of you can see on my website. It's called the, uh, the vaccine, the great vaccine debate. Um, so the, it's over. The question, we have things are not safe. The question that they kept on asking throughout yeah. their presentation was, uh, what do you have to replace vaccinations if you're speaking against vaccinations? So my personal opinion, and, and this is something that I'm not a doctor. I am a journalist. So all I'm doing is investigating. If they're saying it's safe, prove to me it's safe. So all I've done is show you that they can't say it's safe. How do you raise, and it's a very good question, what do we have instead of vaccines? Is, is that my belief in the way I raise my kids is I want my kids to get these I can't tell you how much I mean that. I would fly somewhere to get my kids into the middle of measles because I've read the stats. I know what the death rate is. Healthy kids. If your kids are healthy, they don't die of measles. They just don't. Historically. So I want my kids to have the measles. I want them to have the chicken pox. I want them to have the mumps because they will have it's like it's like buying them a Ferrari at five years old. They have lifelong immunity. They can walk into a burning building where everyone's got the measles and never worry about it. Whereas, if I give my kids vaccines that wear off every five to ten years, they don't have immunity. They've got like a Ford Pinto. So the pharmaceutical and the doctors are trying to, to make me buy a Ford Pinto for my kids. I'm giving them a Ferrari. I want them to have lifelong, impenetrable immunity. And the only way you get that is by having five uncomfortable days of a rash on your body or a fever for a few days. I personally believe that we are healed you know who this by is right illnesses. Here? This is the man right here. Man, you know who this yeah. is? I'm giving it all right now. I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be right. Oh.
Yeah, so, um, 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 you know, when I was writing about he pretty much was saying that getting the disease is the solution. Well, if you're going against vaccines, what's the solution? He's going to try to convince me that getting the disease is the solution. If, if that was I mean, that, that's cool, that's cool with maybe chicken box because you know, like you said, to get what about like polio or you know, something that could kill you, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, he, if he was serious, then let his children get HIV <laughs> and see if that same logic works. <laughs> he just get the HIV, yeah, so I, I think, I think, um, lifelong immunity to I think uh, on that one point. Like I was saying in the in the interview, that was something that they really couldn't get around. I think Divine Prospect tried to provide some answers on that, but no. them, that debate team in itself, they didn't really provide sufficient answers. And you know, from the interviews that I had with um, pretty much all of them, they never really gave me any answers to that. But they aren't going to give you any answers. Uh, one of them at the end, I don't know if it was at the debate. In, in I think it was in the debate that the one who was just speaking. He made the comment that, you know, uh, the body can heal itself from all diseases, right. which is silly and stupid. Otherwise, that 30% of the Native Americans wouldn't have died off, you know, on the West Coast uh, from the smallpox. It, it could just naturally heal itself. People die. That was the same dude who who we just interviewed that made that uh, claim. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm saying. Hey, hey what channel? So, what channel you want, Uncle Cat? I'm on real black atheists on fire. If if that was the case, if the body could heal itself from all diseases, then we'd be immortals. <laughs> Matter of fact, we'd all be Wolverine, uh, running through this mud. Highland, hey, Solomon, you, sh you should have told him to go to Samoa right now. Take his kids over there and expose them to measles. Yeah, yeah, because that I really was about to ask him that question before Dianetta came in because I didn't know that he actually did the documentary back. I, I was unaware of that. So I, we began to talk about that once he, um, you know, uh, said that. So you know, what did he tell you his profession is? A reporter. He's a reporter, he said. A journalist was the word that he used. <laughs> so he ain't in the field. No, but he did say that he quoted from, as what he did in the presentation, he actually quoted from the professionals. That's what he was saying. That's what I kept, that's why I kept stressing that, you know, no matter what the argument is, unless you have the you see, Chief, I'm still an anti-vaxxer. I'm still an anti-vaxxer, but I, I like what I said at the debate um, and on my channel. Is that that point? They got a point. You know, what you're going to replace it with? But I still that's do not, think that's that, not I even a, that's that they not even the issue. I think they got the better of the debate as far as um, the presentation. But that one point, what we're talking about. But, but that um, one point is is like later in the game. 
the the issue is whether the vaccine the vaccines are safe or not, uh, or and do they work? And so you know it's irrelevant about um, replacing them if there's no need to replace them. So you have to establish first that the vaccines um, do not work and are unsafe. And so unless you are, are scientifically savvy and understand, you know, the medical uh, literature, you know, you aren't going to know what kinds of questions to ask. And that's, you know, all I focused on in terms of the, the, the debate, because, you know, you could you could just get them with simple logic issues. So just like just as we said beforehand, you can't argue um like let, let's let's say for instance that we we're, we're just making up hypothetical numbers right now. So we have a we have a vaccine, and right now as it stands, it it only has fifty percent efficiency, right? If we do some improvements, we do some scientific tests and things, and we we reformulate the formula, um, and we get it to be fifty five percent effective now. Technically, we've increased. We've made it. If 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 fifty percent was safe and all right, if fifty five percent is safer, and so I asked them for the quantification and the definition of what you mean by safe, because without that information, we're talking in circles. So, what constitutes safe on your end? And they totally avoided the question by trying to um, put it on the CDC, saying the CDC hasn't defined what is safer for us. And that's when I had to come back and not let that point drop, that if if the CDC doesn't know and you don't know, then you can't say that that the vaccines are not safe. You don't even know what constitutes safe. Right. So you know, it's just simple logic stuff that you 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 can't let them um, wiggle around. You yeah. know. So so I just pulled up from publichealth.org. Okay, it's called um, vaccine myth debunk. So myth number three says natural immunity is better than vaccine acquired immunity. In some cases, natural immunity meaning actually catching a disease and getting sick results in a stronger immunity to the disease than a vaccination. So that's the claim. It says, however, the dangers of this approach far outweigh the relative benefits. If you wanted to gain immunity to measles, for example, by contracting the disease, you will face a one in 500 chance of death from your symptoms. In contrast, the number of people who have had Severe allergic reactions from an MMR vaccine is less than one in one million. So, sorry to your point. If we're dealing with safer, going by these stats, what's safer? One in five hundred, or one, or less than one in one million? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 body bags. I ain't even know. <laughs> Come on, man. And and then you got the the question of safe. So it's like. Okay, when you when you um, read the part where it said one in one million in terms of had an allergic reaction versus, you know, you have a one in 500 chance of death. 
allergic reaction versus death. What would you rather have? Right. You know, and so the the other one is just not safe at all. The the non immunity. And so you have to define these terms. Like, look up the word. Go to the online. Um, well, I can do it and just share my screen. I'm gonna go to uh, etimonline.com. which is the online etymological dictionary. See how ridiculous this is when you, you talk about the word safe. And I'm going uh, to increase my screen. You would think that they would have an answer to the question. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that would be something that should have thought out to provide, you know, an alternative if they're going to attack the um, the vaccinations. But see, you forgot, Solomon, in the debate, I asked him, I said, you did a whole video. You did a whole movie on anti-vaccines, and at the end of it, you gave us no alternative. What is your alternative, bro? See, that's like the most important thing. One thing, we, we're talking about people's health. So we so so if you put it together at the beginning of the debate, I showed you pre-vaccines and I showed you post-vaccines. I showed you the amount of deaths. I showed all that. So if you take the vaccines away, those deaths and all that I showed is going to come back again, right? So the question is then, if not the vaccines, because we see what vaccine science has done, we see that, right? So we want to know what is it that y'all got? And I mean that's a that that's really. The essential question. The only way they can ever win any debate is to have a valuable option that has been tested for 20 years on millions of people. The same steps that the vaccines go through. But they're they're they are like the uh the creationists uh, right. or the intelligent designers. Right. The reason why they lost well, one of the many reasons why they lost that court case, that Supreme Court case in Dover, Pennsylvania, is because it after all that argumentation, we come to find out that not one uh, creationist, not one in intellect, uh, intelligent designer has conducted any experiments or anything to, to try to um, prove their point. And so it came, it, uh, it came down in the, um, the opinion that intelligent design is not science, because if it was science, that means you would have had to have uh, designed and conducted some experiments. And so it's the same thing here. The reason why he couldn't answer your question, because he knew what the implications were. They weren't doing any science. They're not doing any independent work or, or anything to this nature. So they can't give you an alternative with the same rigors that are required for regular medicine. Or, so, or it could be just um, simply they didn't, they didn't want the alternative to be critiqued. But that's but that's what I'm saying. It's not science, because that's what what science is. That's all science is, testing, which is which is a a a a, a more systemized way of critiquing. And so, if you can't put your alternative up for critique, up for testing, it's not science. Well, it has to be that you, you you haven't you haven't gone through a scientific process to confirm, to even make the argument 
that it's even an alternative. Yeah, it has to be replicated. And, and, and that's the point that was constantly, uh, like, like, that's a, like that is the point though. We're talking about safe and healthy in our community. We're talking about being healthy in our community. We're talking about safety standards. We're talking about the whole thing because you, I, I, I was making a point that human populations was actually wiped out. Sixth century, right? Half of the human population was wiped out. I'm just going to take a step back. You know, shout out to the uh, families going to go in and, and watch, um, watch our build on this, all right? Uh, yeah, because you don't want to take no hits, yo. You get beat up trying to pull. Oh, no, I, I know. Back. I ain't want to come here and rain on y'all parade. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. We uh, need to rain. Body blow scholarship over here. You know, I just hit y'all with the body blows. I, I, I'm y'all still licking y'all wounds, so I'm gonna fall back. Nah, yeah. I want you to speak right. mine. Yeah, you can have that soda. I'm gonna let you have that, brother. <laughs> but uh, before I before I'm sharing this, y'all on so y'all can build on this. You know what I mean? Alright, yeah, leave us alone. You don't gotta leave us alone because you catch you, you can get it. Anybody can get it. Jump out here and sound crazy like divine. I'm gonna fall back. Y'all got y'all got your whole team in here. Y'all not jumping me tonight. No, I ain't gonna jump <laughs> in the chat room. You know, yeah. you got, oh, oh, so now you know what it feels like, huh? So you got, you got the boy the unbiased sports dude pulling up all the sources and all that shit. I'm <laughs> that's what he posted. Good stuff. No, I, I was just saying briefly, like you, you gotta be be careful in the language that you use. So when you look at, for example, the word safe, and it's 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 current definition and its etymology. Pay attention to this. Safe. This is from the online etymological dictionary. Unscathed, unhurt, uninjured free from danger or molestation, in safety, secure, saved spiritually, redeemed, not damned. From old French, soft, uh, protected, watched over, assured of salvation, from Latin, salvus, uninjured, in good health, safe. Uh, related to salus, good health, saliber, healthful, all from Proto-Indo-European, solvos, from soul, whole, uh, well and kept. So if, if we look at the definition of safe, unscathed, unhurt, uninjured. The the so-called journalist, his approach to quote-unquote immunity would not be safe. Because you are allowing the pathogen to, um, to cause harm to your body. You're not supposed to have any harm done to you for anything to be safe. And so that's why I asked with the uh, using the analogy of the uh, the airbags, the car airbags. You know, are they considered safe? Even if you have, you know, saying a slight injury. Right. You know, by definition, it wouldn't be safe with right, no right. medicine. With no medicine, with um, with side effects, nothing is considered safe. Or any food. If, if if we're going by the definition of what's safe, then then nothing is safe. So yeah, it's yeah. a irrelevant question. Yeah, definitely not coffee or liquor. Cause you get a headache, <laughs> liquor, coffee scene to the back room. Mm-hmm. Nothing is safe. There's there's no effect. It says free from danger, uninjured, unhurt, unscathed. <laughs> so you can't catch the measles as an alternative. 
to fight the measles because that causes injury. It's not safe. And then, of course, you have an increased risk of death, you know, by those methods. So by the definition of what safe is, it's an unscientific and unrealistic question. And so the question, when, when he brought up safer, is supposed to be safer than the alternative. And so that's when that, that, um, that one in 500 versus, you know, um, a, a, an allergic reaction in one in one million becomes very important to the conversation. You talking about, you, you about when I put that, remember, I, I put that source in the debate. Remember that, right? Which, which source? The source that said uh, 0.000000. At the, yeah. end, uh, at the end? The one at the end, yo. When it was time to say this shit, I went to the uh, vaccine courts on trial, the Journal of Science. Okay. All right. And it's 0. 0.000001 out of a million people, right? That's the numbers you're talking about, right, Yassar? No, I, no, I was, I was uh, just repeating the numbers that uh, I forgot who posted. Unbiased. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was just responding to to that specific um, citation that he pulled up, but just, just one in five hundred versus one in a million. Yeah. One so, in five hundred yeah. for the disease, and one in uh, five. One, one in one million, one million for the, for the, the vaccine. Uh, allergic reaction to the vaccine exactly so when you when you're talking about safe it's, it's not a well-rounded question in terms of are they safe you know that's why i had him define or was attempting to have him define what do you mean by safe not having any side effects or cause of death if, if your if your solution is for example with the case of the uh, measles which can cause death or mumps which can cause deafness in people versus the vaccine, which you may get a little bump on your arm um, or, or something to this nature, or you may get a headache or something to that nature. It, it, the, 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 the question, you know, um, in terms of the safety becomes very important, you know, saying at this point, because it's safer, is, is the vaccine safer than the alternative, which is the question. It's like with the airbags. Sure, you can get um, um, a burning sensation on your face from the airbag, like I did when I got into my accident. But is it safer versus the alternative, no airbag, and you right. hit your face head, you know, in on the windshield or on on the on the steering wheel itself? So you know, what are what are we constituting when we talk about safe? Is it just physical? harm in terms of like we need a range you need a um you you know because when they do test you have what is called a dosage test and you know you you increase the dosage in small dosages until you get to the point where you know where the uh how to quantify when it becomes poisonous so just like with the brother who had vitamin d poisoning you know, on the panel Vitamin D, you know, you can get that from the sun or fish or whatnot. It's, it's, it's harmless in small doses and trace doses. But there's a certain point that doctors know that if you get over that point, vitamin D becomes a poison. 
right. and you can get vitamin D uh, poisoning, and, and you'll become sick and could also possibly die. And so they have this number for all the vaccines. We don't know because they actually don't read the actual science. They do the same thing with cholesterol, same thing cholesterol levels. Mm-hmm. Salt level, all that type of stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's the difference oh, between a, a poison and a medicine is dosage. Right. Yeah, here's a picture right here of a um, chicken pox. All right. Um, you see what it looked like in real time. I had these in my slides. Of course, they threw me off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> that baby, that heckling baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, of course they threw me off the stage, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> they funny as hell, you know. That's how I do it. They threw me off the stage. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So there you go, chicken pox. So do you, do you, do, would you really subject your children to chicken pox like that? Well, so just a complete ludicrousy of the whole thing. And really, he proved the point on why we have vaccines. We have vaccines. So we don't have to subject ourselves to the actual pathogen. Right. That's why we have vaccine. It makes more sense. It's smarter, right? We talk about uh, uh, the West African idea of doing that, introducing a small piece of the pathogen, <laughs> called inoculation right there. They was doing that in West Africa and that was dangerous. You know, one in 40 people died right there on that. So now we're not planning to go give your kids chicken bomb. He's just talking crazy. He ain't know what to say, he's just talking crazy. And their whole conversation was just talking crazy. So should I subject my kid to smallpox? Because yeah, if you get smallpox, yeah, I mean, some some make it, some don't. Right. Okay. Is that is that the route though? Is that the route? Hmm. There you go, smallpox. Is that the route? Jesus Christ. All right, that's the route they're oh, talking about. Yeah. Huh? This is what he's suggesting. That's small part. Mm, you know what he's saying? Mm, mm. Right? Damn. I, I showed this slide. I think I did. And so I showed this slide in there, didn't I? Nah, I don't remember seeing that one. I did. I talked about how the father was the only family who kept getting vaccinated. The, the, the father didn't get vaccinated. Remember I talked about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, they would start, they start booming at this point. <laughs> Boo! No! Here you go. Two sisters, right? They get infected from the same source, right? One had back got vaccinated and one don't. You can look at the one that got vaccinated. Although the one that got vaccinated had a little bit of bumps on the face, look at the one that didn't get vaccinated. Here you go. This is a photo. The all these photos is from Dr. Uh, Warner. Have been published from time to time again. But they can originally be found in the new. In the new... Hmm. That's crazy, Mike. Look at his face. Yeah, you. This has been the hell out of me. Atlas in 1904. Sydenham Society in 1904 in the Atlas. There you go. One of the brothers was vaccinated, and one of the brothers wasn't. All right. So we got clear cases of just banana. Like it's just bananas. Like no one's really. Like we're not gonna sit there and listen to the alternative. Like, who gonna do that? They do, they never provided an alternative. So there, there is no alternative. Right. 
It doesn't exist. Oh man, I just see oh, unless, unless you go by the sister on Sutter Show who who argued that you can cure everything with essential oils. <laughs> yeah, she talked about yeah, you can go with essential oils and keep your house clean. These are the silly this is the silliness. Divine prospect falls in the same thing. So divine prospect, he's saying red algae. What he didn't tell you is. The red algae don't stop you from getting it. Right. The red algae will reduce some of the symptoms after you get that. Right. You feel me? So at the end of the day, none of them have nothing and they're tricking our community. And that's why I'm glad we was in there. So if you look at the smallpox, right? It's the only human disease that has been successfully eradicated. All right, uh, smallpox. An infectious disease caused by viola virus was a major cause of mortality in the past with historic records of outbreaks across the world. It's a historic death toll, right, was so large that it is often likened to the Black Plague. The Black Plague. Do y'all know what the Black Plague was? Hmm. So all these particular viruses are coming from rodents, y'all. So when humans live in close proximity with infected rodents, they come out in smallpox. They come out black plague. So unless you can unless you can uh, vaccinate all the animals, you're gonna always have these type of pathogens in play. Okay. So so one thing about nature, nature nature don't play. Nature will will make you show improve. So if it's wintertime and you talking crazy over the summertime, or saw, I got a better shelter than you do. I know, I know my shelter gonna stand up. I ain't used no signs to build my house shelter. All I did was I did some prayers, I took some sticks and I put them together, and I'm talking about I'm gonna be ready for the wintertime. And I saw say, uh 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 brother um, you're gonna need uh uh to understand some math, you're gonna have to understand a little bit. You're gonna have to know how to chop down that tree. You're gonna have to know, you're gonna have to know how to insulate that property, or you're gonna freeze to death. I saw you don't know what you're talking about. I ain't gonna freeze to death. I'm telling you, I know what I'm saying. Well, prove your point, huh? I don't gotta prove it. I know it worked. My ancestors, I, I've locked into my ancestors. Okay. All time come, getting a little chilly. I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. I saw already got his shit built. It's insulated. He got everything. I'm building mine, I'm building mine. When that damn winter hit, all that trash I took, all that trash I talked to us all, I'm going to find out whether my building worked or not. It's simple. So that whole anti-vaccine movement will get tested time and time again. This is what the study of, as a matter of fact, they call it paleo, paleo, oh man, paleo, damn. It's a word they use studying ancient pathogens and it's paleo something. Uh, epidemic, paleoepidemiology, that's it. Study of pathogens, right? Ancient pathogens. And so we have a track record, right on schedule of diseases coming and going. Everybody type in the plague, no, the pandemic of 1918. Type that in real fast, pandemic of 1918. This is during World War One. World War One, y'all. World War One. It started out, uh, matter of fact, 
get the movie Pandemic on Netflix, and they talk about how the humans had a had a virus. Okay, had a flu, human flu. Birds had a particular flu. Right now, the humans and the birds, the particular viruses that they had, were unable to connect. But what happened was a human infected a pig with the flu. The bird infected the pig with that bird flu. Those two viruses came together and mutated to the H1N1. All right. So that started out in a farm in Kansas and it spread around the world during 1918. Look it up. Okay, the ship was ruined. It 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 wiped out five percent of the whole human population. See, people don't get it. Sixth century, fifty million, half of the human population was decimated in the sixth century. So, the evidence is there, man. It's not a point of when. I mean, it's not a point of if. It's a point of when. So I'm showing y'all some of the slides I had that I didn't get a chance to show in that conversation. So you got right here how an African slave from Boston helped save generations of smallpox. And we're gonna keep innovating this over and over again. All right, over and over again. Hey, Sean, I still say you mispronounced that man's name, yo. Onesimus, that's the name, I don't know what you call him. It's Onesimus. It says in the early 1700s, Onesimus shared a revolutionary way to prevent smallpox. Here you go. Where did I get that from? Source. Harvard University, Graduate School of Arts and Science. There you go. Look at the smallpox numbers back in 17. And look at the smallpox number. All right. Let's look at 1779. 1779 is when that first, no, between 1779 and 1811 is when Edward Jenner actually produced the first vaccine right there, all right? Go back to 1702. Look at the chart. So in 1702, Onesimus, dealing with Cotton Mathis, which was the slave owner, actually introduced inoculation to the colony in Boston. And we know this is true because he was voted the 100 most influential Bostonians. You can look it up right now in the Boston Globe, right? Matter of fact, he was bringing the world cutting edge science at that particular point. Now, the Europeans at that time, all they had for the smallpox was a good prayer and some folk cures, some folk medicine. That's all they had. Prayer to their God and some kind of snake oil. This African bring them cutting edge science. And they was asking him, right? He asked him, you can look in the diaries, right? It was asking, so why ain't y'all scared of the smallpox? Cotton Mathis asked him, why y'all not afraid of that? He said, where we from, we figured out what to do. We take the cowpox, we cut a slit in our arm, 
sew it back up. We might we get sick for about a week or two, and we good. He actually convinced the slave master that this is the way to go. So I'm just trying to show y'all something. Guess what the Europeans say? They say, no, they practicing black magic. So to them, that, Afri that science that came from Africa, this is cutting the edge science now. To them, it was black magic. That's the same thing the anti-vaxxers are doing today. They doing that same type of thing, right? They fighting against the thing that'll help them. So they did that same thing in 1702. They said they was practicing some kind of witchcraft or some kind of black magic. Remember, they was Puritans. Cotton Mathers was a Puritan. As a matter of fact, you can look up the writings of Cotton Mathers, right? He was, he was the one writing for the uh, Salem witch hunts, right? He getting people murked. It was crazy. But the cutting edge science that Onesimus, Onesimus brought, he ain't had no choice but to deal with that. So they had to succumb the same way the anti-vaccine movement will succumb again once another pathogen come. They just talking y'all to death right now. But let something break out, they're going to be the first to go get that. So if you look at the chart right there, it shows, as a matter of fact, back in 1702, right, 1721. You look at the numbers in 1721, the numbers go back up. Look how the numbers peaking valley. But when that, when they send that, so this is the first case study back in 1702, 1706. It became a case study. They inoculated 250 people during this time. It's the first case study in history of some uh, 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 of a piece of the population getting inoculated and what would happen when they did. They sent that information back to England. Okay. They studied it for 75 years, all the way up to this point right here, between 1797 and 1811. That's around uh, probably 1796 is when I believe Edward Jenner come up with his first uh, smallpox vaccine based off of that work that was done in Boston, y'all. And this was the African genius I was talking about, but it's cutting the edge science. And if you ain't understanding it, you'd be scared to do it. This is serious work right here. Y'all can just read that. I ain't got to read that. I already talked y'all through it. But it's just 1721, let's see. Uh, Cotton, let me see, Cotton Mathers is largely credited with the introduction of inoculation to the colonies, right? And doing, let me see, doing a great deal of promote the use of the method, right? Standard for smallpox prevention during 1721 epidemic. Let's see. 1721 epidemic, there you go. See that? All right. Mathis is believed to have first learned about inoculation from his West African slave, Onesimus. Writing, now he writes, now he had a journey, he kept a journal, right? So y'all can go online and get Cotton Mathis journals, right? If you want that source. It said he told me that he had undergone an operation which had which, which had given something of the smallpox and would forever pre preserve him from it, adding that was often used in West Africa. After confirming this account with other West African slaves and reading a similar method of being performed in Turkey, Mather became an avid 
prominent promote, promoter of inoculation. There you go. When the 1721 smallpox epidemic struck Boston, Matthew took the, took the opportunity to campaign for a systematic application of inoculation. See, systematic. This is the first time this thing becomes systematic. What followed was the first public debate, but also one of the first widespread and well-documented uses of inoculation to combat such epidemics in the West. This is an essential point in history. Essential. Yeah, Edward Jenner right there, let me see. Yeah, 1798. All right, that's there you go. This picture's depicting a cow right there. You see the uh the milkmaid, the milkmaid actually milking the cows. Remember, they Puritans at this time, right? Bam, she gets infected with that cowpox. All right. What the Africans used to do was they take the cowpox, they put it in the slit, and they inoculate you. Those Christians couldn't really handle that because they were feeling like it was against God. You put the animal stuff. The same thing, the same thing Versine do. She talking about, oh, y'all taking a, the aborted fetuses, y'all doing this and doing that, because she don't even understand what the hell she's talking about. She's just really talking. She's talking y'all to death. Go get your children vaccinated, man. Go get your children vaccinated. They talking crazy. The only option they got is go ahead and get the damn disease. Now, that, now how, I ain't never heard <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> Go get the damn disease. Oh, people, yeah. people waiting at the door. Let them in, yo. All right. Garfield and Wujawu sitting here waiting to get on the show. Mm -hmm. Morgan yeah. was there, but he hung up on you. You was taking too long. Let me Who? share my screen, huh? Who hung up? Morpheus. Oh, shit. He should have texted me. Morpheus got my damn number. Stop acting like that. Man, let Garfield on. I am. I'm going to let him on. Shit, I'm trying to get off the screen. Yeah, look, and quit calling them once or Onesimus. It's Onesimus. It's Onesimus, no matter what you say. It means useful, yo. No, it don't. It means slave. No, it don't. It means useful. It means slave. Well, you might be right about that. But let's, that argue, let's argue about it. Though. Let's argue about it right now. I bet you his name means useful. You might be right, but it, but it don't. But you pronounce it wrong. It's Onesimus. I know how to pronounce that. I worked on it, goddamn. I'm, I'm calling them. I'm calling them useful. I don't care what you worked on. Useful. All right, hold on. I got you, Woo. <laughs> you still mess up the damn name, though. You crazy. You mispronouncing the African name. <clears throat> okay, so they say their alternative is to get the damn disease itself or the vaccination. So let's look at the side effects and symptoms of the vaccine rubella. So rubella, uh, the side effects of the vaccine is, it says about 15% of people develop a fever between seven and 12 days after the vaccination. And about 5% of people develop a mild rash, okay? Some teens and adult women experience temporary joint pain or stiffness after receiving the vaccine. Oh, that's just so terrible. Now, let's deal with the symptoms of the actual disease. Okay, and let's compare which one is safer. Rubella is a viral illness that causes a skin rash and joint pain. A rubella infection is mild for most people, but it can have 
<laughs> catastrophic consequences. That's not in the side effects of the vaccine. That's only in the actual disease. For an unborn baby, if a pregnant woman contracts rubella, her baby is at risk of severe and permanent birth defects or death. Now, you want that for your baby, or you want a small little 12 day, seven day uh, rash and little fever? So, which one is safer? Well, again, just back Let's use their logic. They said they, they, they want to give their kids the mumps and the measles and the chicken pox. They're rubella. That's rubella, too. That's MMR vaccine. It's mumps, measles, rubella. Mm -hmm. What's going on, Garfield? How you doing, brother? Hey, peace and love. Peace and love, man. Peace and love. And um, I just finished um, pouring some champagne. And um, <laughs> still celebrating for the day. I got my egg now. I'm, yeah, it's an early Black History Month present, man. That's all it is, man. I don't think people realize what we did, and I'm going to milk this and milk this and milk this to just to let everybody know we are capable of standing against anyone. Mm -hmm. So if the Christians were scared to debate us before, oh, man, you know they running. They're they going to they gonna, they gonna get that, that the hodgepodge version of the conscious community. They don't want the real scholarship. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm here, family sipping. I got I got a yellow cup. I ain't got a red cup like my brother <laughs> Bias. I got a yellow cup. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, you know, it's it's amazing. We got all this information and we gotta be proud of brother Ong too, man. We glad he he led the charge, you know. Sure. And um he's a <laughs> perfect person to lead a charge. So, and with all the information you have, sometimes we get so boggled up in the brain. We got so much information, man. When you get on the spot, you don't know what to say. Right. And the brother didn't freeze at all. I froze up at the beginning, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got to admit it. I was a little starstruck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man, he'll tell you. When I first spoke, you could hear it in my voice. But the, the next time I spoke, you know, I was ready. I was getting it in. And as long as we're clear and concise on the points that we're making, we did a good job, a good job. And, and y'all going to see when y'all watch that video, that debate, y'all going to see if you didn't watch it or watch it and then watch it again, you're going to be like, damn, we stand toe to toe and we beat them up. Yeah. Right now, they, I don't think they want to have another debate with us next year or anything. This there ain't going to be no part two or three or four. They're not going to want to come back again. And, um, it probably won't be another debate anyway, because remember they, they were coming for a rally. So the time period kind of fit them coming into town and to get all them big shots, but to get Dell big tree. Oh man. Oh man. We, you know what we need to, we, we need to get some sort of marketing going. We need to put a PR statement out and put it out that um, the anti-vaxxers were crushed by Africans on vaccines that's what we need to put it we need to do a pr get somebody to write it up bro and we we sent it with that um there's this company called pr or something they sent it to like to all the 150 main black media outlets and we could get it on blacknews.com and you know what i'm saying get some email blast doing um you know but hey we gonna be we this needs to be pumped and to be known all over the world what we did we represented africa a lot of people need to realize that we re represented the continent we represented onesimus or however he, you pronounce his name i don't <laughs> mispronounce his name and have sean 
coming at me. You know what I'm saying? I messed it up. It's Onesimus. It, it, <laughs> I don't know what he was saying. All right, but I say Onesimus. You know, because that's the first um, word. means useful. And then once we get this publicist thing going, and we do what we do, family. Now you're damn, right. Man. Damn, we need to send this to all the black outlets. Let them know there's a there's a sheriff in town that y'all ignoring. You know what I'm saying? And we doing it. Right. Yeah, we got to be proud of what we did, man. Got to be proud. Got to be proud. Very proud of what we doing. I'm very I'm very happy today. I'm very very happy. It was a perfect balance in there. And I'm, I'm saying, it's not that you was nervous, it's that I threw your ass in there out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes before the debate, hey, brother, you're up. Like, what? <laughs> 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 you gotta get me. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me, that was two minutes before the damn debate. Yeah, but, you are funny. Yeah, you but I, I, you know, I knew I, I knew Garfield was out for because because Garfield was one of the first persons with me uh, to actually you know start down that path when I well, you know when I beat up uh, a crazy divine prospect pseudo, right? Uh, it was damn near a year ago to this date, damn near a year ago when Sarnetta was in town, and you know he was talking all that crap. Uh, you know, you know, I, I I was thinking, well, I gotta find something to put us in. And I felt like this was a good issue for us. As a matter of fact, we got we supposed to have an interview on some uh some 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 nice video show. All right, I just got contacted today. So now we're getting phone calls to have a conversation. And I think that's a great thing for us. And I'm I'm starting to realize, yo, that the truth is, man, and you know, Wuja said this. Wuja was trying to always allude to this, that really we have outgrown the conscious community. Like this is not our stick no more. Like like, right. it's not really our crowd no more. You know, when, when, I look in the, when I look in that crowd, right, and I see we ain't necessarily had no supporters, it was it was 10 black, listen close, it was 10 black people in there, and 20 of them was against us. What does that mean? That mean people was double hating on us. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta feel me with that. You know, you and so when you start asking all them anti-vaxxers, you know, how they do don't don't ask it now now roy bay to his credit he gave he gave me my due well, i don't agree with you yo but you stood in there yo and y'all stood strong with what y'all supposed to do he said i appreciate that so shout out to roy Beck. hey but hey oh danny allen hold on and danny yeah. allen you know what i'm saying so i'm i'm a shout out to the real dudes go ahead what was you saying Shepard? no i was saying that the week before you you basically got a temperature in Baltimore or what it was going to be right I knew. for or, on the black side I, right. I ain't even talk I I ain't even know them white people were I ain't even know it was a um a white anti-vaxxer movement that y'all was about to face you what? feel me but I knew from signing that a crowd from looking in the chats you know the weeks leading up to it you feel me um and it's almost like this is a question that I, I really want to ask and this for the whole community what information would change your mind? Like, like it's almost like they at a point where they don't want to move away from anti-vaccine. Like, so it had to be some information that they got, right? That convinced them to be anti-vaccine. So it should be some information that can convince them it should be. It should be some information that can convince them 
to be in favor of vaccines. You see what I'm saying? Like all of the information that y'all presented, it seemed like the community from what you see, they keep saying y'all lost. You know what I mean? So I'm saying, what will convince y'all? Like, is, is, is it real or is it just a belief system? I have a quick question though, Sheffrin. Who is who is they? Who is they? That they keep saying. I'm that. saying the community that that we are talking to, the community that Uncle and them have been addressing for the last month about vaccines. It's only it's only it was only 50 people on a live stream and 10 mm-hmm. people in the audience, so 60 people. No, no, I'm saying over the whole, even oh. including Sinatta okay, okay. platform. I'm saying the oh. whole community that that's been engaged in this conversation. You see what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying what. What in, what type of information or what facts can somebody bring that hey, can convince them? Look 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 at what Reggie wrote though. The debate proved that black people still will follow white people, even if white people are on the wrong side. Where you at, Reggie? I sent you the link, Reggie. Where you at? I sent it to you. Email Reggie. I've been sending it to you. Read, read what Reggie said again, and Reggie came on and uh, kind of, you know, right. What's going on, Wuja? Where you at, brother? Hey, peace, peace, y'all. Um, peace. peace to the family. Peace, everybody on the panel. Yeah, I want to chime in, and um, I want to I want to add something to the conversation that that I see that is missing in in all the conversations. You know, <coughs> a couple, two things actually. Well, one, I want I want to I want to um, talk about one thing, but I want to mention two things if y'all don't mind. Y'all, y'all don't mind? <laughs> yeah, we ain't got no choice. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any, any choice. Well, listen, this is this is the thing. Um, you got like 120 people watching, right? So if people would bear with me and give me like seven minutes. Dang. Seven, seven minutes. Five to seven <laughs> minutes. No, seriously. Five to seven minutes. Get a get a pen and paper out. And what I want to do is I want to address the role that vaccines have in the human immune response chain. Okay. And I say that it's important because a lot of people don't even know how the immune system works, but yet they're, they're out of fear, out of um, um, ignorance, you know, not just not knowing things. A lot of people will side one way or the other really as an uninformed decision. You know, people are put into a, a predicament. They, they're forced to make a decision based on laws. You know, you got to get your children vaccinated to go to school and this and that. But yet they've never taken the time to learn about it. So they're making an uninformed decision out of, you know, out of caution and fear. And so what I just want to do real quickly, n- nothing deep, nothing, you know, not rocket science, but I just want to lay a, 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 a very quick foundation on the role that vaccines have in the human re- immune response. Because I think if people understand, stood these little basic things, they wouldn't be anti-vax at all. Instead, they would they would just be cautious and more um, attentive to specific vaccinations and not just blanketly anti-vax and think that, you know, breathing air or um, eating a mushroom will will inoculate you against everything or eating, you know, and things like that. So if y'all don't mind, you know, like five, seven minutes, I, I, I can share my screen and, and, and uh, show you. It's actually something I, I, I prepared for my daughters 
So I know if my daughters can understand this, then everybody else can. And it's, you know, real simple. So if y'all give me that five to seven minutes, I could do that. I could do that. I'm a masking. Go ahead. You crazy, man. Get out of here with that. You seem like you're trying to trick us now <laughs> into an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got it. You crazy as hell. I'm like, <laughs> trying to trick me now. You start acting. Yeah, yeah. Soon, soon as you say yes, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hog the mic for an hour, right? Right. Shit. Okay, so so all right, so check this out. But that's one. So the, the second thing is that I don't think that um the conversation has focused enough on what's called communal immunity or herd immunity. I don't think that that, that was explained enough. And so that's not what I'm gonna talk about, but I think that somebody needs to bring that up and really all right, I got a, I got a slide on that, but go ahead and do that. I'll show them that. I'll show them I got a serious slide on that. Go okay, ahead. cool. Good. Because that's 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 very, very important. I'm telling you, it's very important. Okay, so let me just go go in for five minutes for a second. It might even take me five minutes. So so um again, what I'm discussing, and I'm not going into too much detail to go over anybody's head, and I do plan to do a full presentation on this in more detail. Um, because I started, like I said, I started doing this just for my daughters to explain some things. But anyway, this is the role. Hey, make sure you do that full presentation on the Armor Squad channel so, so people can actually get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but but I want to do that with uh, the presentation about what you you say you have a slide for. So I, I'll okay. get with you. Yeah, I'm gonna get with you on that. Okay. So this is the role vaccinations play in the human response uh to microscopic threats. All right. Uh let me get my cursor over there. Y'all can see it, right? Y'all can see my screen. You clear. Okay, so first, the first thing that people have to be uh, uh, aware of is pathogens. What are pathogens? All right. Um, so that's very important. If you don't know what pathogens are, you have no business talking about vaccines, whether you pro <laughs> or pro or against. Yeah. Right? So that's the first thing that we have to um, explain and understand. So what are pathogens? In the broadest sense, a pathogen is anything that can produce a disease. The word itself is from the Greek word pathos, which means suffering, and genus, which means producer, producer of. So together, it means the producer of suffering. Hence, a pathogen uh, is anything that can produce disease. All right. Um, now, there are different types of pathogens, several different types, but four are the most common. And, and you know, four, if you know about these four, then you're pretty, you're pretty much good, which are viruses, mm -hmm. bacteria. Yeah. Fungi, fungi, and parasites. Okay. Now, what we have to understand is that, and I and I and everybody says this uh, all the time. You know, um, as we live our day to day life and everything, we are surrounded by pathogens in every single thing we do. Every single thing we do. Like right now, talking on this live stream right now, and, and everybody in the chat room typing, you are bombarded with pathogens right now at this very moment. Okay, so pathogens are everywhere. You're not going to avoid them. All right, so let's let's make, uh, have that understanding. Now, so because we're surrounded by pathogens in our day-to-day -day life, why is it that they don't uh, take over? Why is it that, that we're not always in a constant state of, of illness? And the answer is, what everybody knows about, is the immune system. All right, so the immune system is that system that keeps us, uh, that keeps uh, pathogens at bay, all right? So now, there are two major components of the immune system uh, that both work together. 
but they could be separated into two distinct um, defense systems. All right. On the left hand side, you all see what's called the innate defense system. And so what the innate defense system is, it's a non-specific immunity that responds to all kinds of pathogens the same way uh, very quickly, whether the body has uh, previously encountered the pathogen or not. So the innate immune system is something that we are born with and all animals have it. All animals have uh, an innate immunity, all right? Um, and the one thing about the innate uh, system is that it's indiscriminate. Its job is to just block the enemy, period. It doesn't matter what it is or, or what it looks like or whatever the case is. Its job is simply to block and keep the enemy out of your body, all right? And then the other major um, defense system is the adaptive defense system or what's called the acquired immune defense system. And I want you to uh, pay attention to that word acquired. And let, matter, matter of fact, let me um, put a pin in that for a second. Where have you heard acquired immune uh, immune system or acquired immunity uh, from? In, in what other term? That, that goes for anybody on the panel. AIDS, 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 AIDS. Exactly. So just to let you know, just to let you know, we listen, bro. We ain't fall asleep yet. We listen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm trying to be quick, man. I know it's late and, 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 you know, uh, 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 people, you know, tension span, but anyway, so yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. So HIV is the virus that attacks this aspect of your immune defense system, which is the adaptive or acquired defense system. So what is it? What is this adaptive uh, defense system? So this, this part of your immunity develops much more slowly. This is not something that we're born with, okay? This is a cultivated immune defense. It develops more slowly and requires the body to learn. That's a key word. It requires the body to learn about pathogens before it sets out to kill them or eliminate them, right? Now, out of the animals, remember, all animals have an innate immune, uh, immune system, but only vertebrates have an adaptive immunity. And that's what human beings, that's what we are. So we have an adaptive immunity. So again, we're not born with this defense system. Uh, we're born with the innate defense system. This adaptive immunity uh, needs to be uh, acquired. It needs to be learned, all right? So briefly go into more of the innate def defense system. So now I'm just gonna explain what the innate defense system is in a little bit more detail. So what does it consist of? It consists of external barricades and then internal defenses. But what are these external barricades? The skin, which is a, a, a keratinized epithelial membrane. And all that means is a fancy word that means that the skin cells, like the outer layer of our skin cells, these are skin cells that are dead and that they are stacked up like bricks. Like if you, if you ever notice how bricks are stacked up, they like uh, offset from each other from one row to the next. And so it, it sets up a barrier. And so that's the first, first line of defense is our very own skin. And our skin is acidic, it's oily, it has certain uh, chemicals and molecules in it that, that will um, do its best to block our pathogens uh, itself, all right? Now, in our skin, we have open, or in our bodies, we have openings that are open to the outside world from the in internal world to the outside world, like our mouth, um, our ears, you know, our urinary tract and, and certain sexual organs and things like that. And those 
um, cavities are lined with mucus. So mucus is part of the innate defense system. And then mucus itself contains certain chemicals and acids that I'm not going to get into. But uh, mucus is part of this um, innate defense system. Okay, so I'm not going to, like I said, not going to get into too uh, many details, but it contains, it's also acidic, and it also contains uh, lysosomes and defensins, all right, among other things. That's the external barrier. So that's the first, first line of defense, and everybody uh, pretty much knows that. Now, also within this system is the internal defense, defenses. Our internal defenses include such thing as uh, phagocytes. As you see this word here, phagocytes, it's, it's a fancy word that means to eat. So these are cells that just eat up pathogens. They just eat them, eat them, eat them, eat them. All right. And there are uh, two different, two major kinds of phagocytes. One are called neutrophils. And neutrophils are phagocytes that eat pathogens. And once they eat a pathogen, they self-destruct, they die. And when they die, they leave a, a, a clear or a, a milky residue. Unk you up. I got to make sure everybody's up for. <laughs> so they leave, they leave behind a, a residue that we know today as pus. So when you see pus around a sore and things like that, those, those are neutrophils that have eaten pathogens, all right, to prevent infections. All right, that's what those are. And then you have what's called macrophages, which simply is a fancy word for big eaters. So these are, these are, these are big or huge phagocytes. All right, then you have uh, antimicrobial uh, proteins. And then you have cells called natural killer cells. And these natural killer cells oh, yeah. are, ce are oh, cells. Yeah. Excuse me? No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm bearing witness. Okay, yeah. So you have natural killer cells. And these natural killer cells are cells that will um, kill other cells, but not by eating them. They actually inject them with a certain um, substance that caused the cell to slowly die, to slowly uh, die. So they call it um, apoptosis, where, the, where it's like, a, uh, think of that word as popping. It'll pop the cell, cause the cell to self-destruct. And that's what those uh, killer cells would do. And then the um, other part of this internal uh, system is inflammation and fever. And so now it's, it's, it's to be noted that inflammation and fever are what we call today we think we're getting sick and so i put a note down here is that sometimes the signs that we associate with illness is are actually signs that we are healing so when you when you see inflammation in a certain area if you get a cut inflammation and you may come out of a fever now fever is is one of the last lines of defense for this innate system because basically what a fever is is when the cells secrete certain um uh substances to tell the body to turn up the furnace is basically like, listen, nuke everything. That's what the cells are saying. Look, send the nukes in. Like we, we are, we are overwhelmed. Send the nukes in, turn up the furnace because these, these, these jokers cannot live in a um, high temperature climate. So they say, look, listen, we'll die with them. And, and so that's what a fever um, is about. So that's like a, a last line of defense for this particular part of the immune system. Again, so it's the innate defense system. All right. So now, Moving on to the other uh, system. So once the innate defense system fails and can't do its job, um, we have another part of the immune system. Now, this is critical for vaccines. So again, I'm not going into too much detail. This is not meant to be um, overly exhaustive at all, but this is the part I want to emphasize. 
for everybody in terms of vaccines. So we have the adaptive or acquired immune system, part of the system, okay? An adaptive defense system. And there's two major components of it. We have what's called the humoral response, and then we have a cellular response. The humoral response is simply uh, all of the activities that takes place between cells, all within the fluid, your lymph, your blood, and, and the whole nine. Cellular response is, is from cell to cell. This is cell to cell battle. Humoral response is in between cells, things that take place in between the cells, okay? So I just wanna describe the difference between those two, all right? So now, part of the immune system, uh, the adaptive system is the part of the immune system that has the ability to learn about any foreign substance it comes in contact with, which are called antigens. All right, that's a key term, antigens. All right. Uh, also, uh, the adaptive defense system, system is a specific response to specific antigens to protect the body from those specific antigens for future defenses. And that's done by what's called antibodies. All right, so those are two key terms that you have to um, be familiar with, antigens and antibodies. So what are antibodies? Quickly, antibodies are proteins produced by lymphocytes that circulate in the blood and the lymph, and their job is to mark these invaders. They, they, they basically put a bullseye on these pathogens that enter the body for destruction by phagocytes. And I, and I, I, I already talked about what phagocytes are. These, that's a word for eating. They're the ones that eat these pathogens, but they have to be marked for it first, okay? So antibodies have to recognize intruders in order to mark them with the crosshairs for these phagocytes to come and destroy them, all right? So that's a key, key thing to understand. So now, what are antigens? First of all, the word antigen stands for antibody generating. So these antigens trigger and produce antibodies. That's what they call an antibody generator. They, they're the ones that cause the generation of antibodies. So what are antigens? Antigens are any foreign substances recognized by the body as not belonging to the body. And it provokes the adaptive immune response. So it is antigens that causes this part of our immune system to wake up and to activate, okay? Antigens can be proteins, polysaccharides, lipids, or pathogens with foreign surface proteins. The antigenic determinant is part of the antigen that interacts with the antibody or the lymphocyte, all right? Now, different lymphocytes will recognize different determinative, oh, excuse me, <laughs> determinants. I'm thinking too much of the uh, hieroglyphs now. Uh, different determinant determinants and uh, uh, two major types that you'll hear about are B lymphocytes or B cells and T cells or T lymphocytes. And, and, and the B and the T stands for the um, bone marrow or the thymus, which is where they're produced and where they mature. That's the only difference, you know, and they have different functions. But like I said, I'm not getting into too much detail. I'm just going over this. So now where do, where do vaccines uh, uh, come into play? Um, well, first of all, let me explain what a lymphocyte is, I'm sorry. A lymphocyte, what are lymphocytes? Lymphocytes originate in the red bone marrow and from hematopoietic uh, stem cells via a process called hematopoiesis. Those are big fancy words. If you don't know how to pronounce them, it's all good as long as you know what they mean. <laughs> all right, so basically 
lymphocytes are are produced from red bone marrow. All right, and that word hema, you should you all should be familiar with that heme heme hema hema. It deals with red blood cells and things like that. All right, now lymphocytes become immunocompetent, and that that simply means that they're able to recognize particular antigens. It means that they have to be they have to be, learn this. All right. And so what lymphocytes do, they, they, they create surface receptors that are produced and are devoted to specific um, antigens. And so this is the part of the learning process. So, so a lymphocyte, for example, will learn of a pathogen and then it'll develop these um, antibodies uh, and receptors that will recognize that specific pathogen. And that's all it does. No other, just that one. And so each lymphocyte will be assigned a certain pathogen and will and recognize certain things, all right? So it's very, very specific. But the key thing here is learn, it has to learn. So now, the humor uh, uh, response. Here's a, a brief you know, description of, of what takes place when this all occurs. So what happens is a new B lymphocyte cell it will encounter an antigen. So remember what we, what we said about antigen is, it's any foreign, foreign substance in the body that's not supposed to be of the body, okay? And so this B cell, when it encounters the antigen, it'll cause endocytosis, replication, and then proliferation, and differentiation into memory B cells and plasma cells. And all that means, it's a fancy way of saying that, that when this B cell encounters an antigen, it will wake it up, and start a process that will cause the B cell to uh, duplicate and replicate itself, clone itself, it will multiply. And some of those cells, when they multiply, they will become memory cells. And that's very important because those memory cells will remember that antigen for a future attack. And I, I, know, I see where y'all um, um, see where I'm going with this. And then you have plasma cells that will produce uh, an abundance of these um, antibodies, okay? So these cells will mass produce the antibody that recognize the antigen to circulate in the blood and the lymph looking for the same antigen again. So now this will go through your whole body uh, systemically or, or systematically. It will go through your whole body, all right? Now, as a primary um, immune response, it takes a few days to produce this mass amount of antibodies and, and it cannot act quickly against an initial invasion. Now keep that in mind. So Unc, I want you to, I want you to keep this in mind right here. All right. Remember, it takes a few days to produce this mass amount of antibodies. Therefore, it can't uh, quickly act against an initial invasion of these pathogens. Okay. It can only effectively protect against future invasions as a secondary immune response. So in other words, basically what it's saying is that it takes time for it to learn the enemy. It has to study the enemy. It has to get to know the enemy first. And that takes time. Once it knows and identifies the enemy, then in the, if the enemy comes back around, it acts immediately. Okay. So now this learning process or, or this process itself it can be it can be obtained naturally through an infection, and which happens every day, all day, or artificially through what? Vaccinations. All right. And so, and remember, all of this I'm I'm speaking about is called the active 
uh, humoral immunity. So what I'm getting at is here, uh, vaccinations. If you, if, you, if you go back to what I was saying about this acquired or learned or adaptive defense system is all based on the body's ability to learn the enemy. Okay, and so if it occurs naturally, it takes time. So here's the thing. And, and so if we're faced with, with a, a regular pathogen, a small time pathogen, which we are every day, and our bodies are surrounded by them as, as, we, as I speak right now, then our body has the ability to learn what that pathogen is and to effectively destroy it. Why? Because the pathogen is not as deadly or as fast acting on the body that will allow the body and give the body time to learn it and then destroy it. But there are deadly pathogens, more lethal pathogens that do damage much more quickly that the body will not have time to learn about it, to produce these mass amount of, of um, antibodies to, throughout the body in order to successfully defeat it. So this is where vaccines or the principle of vaccinations come into play. Whereas um, uh, immunologists or vi virologists, they will develop these um, uh, attenuated pathogens. In other words, that's a way of saying that they're gonna alter the pathogen, either, either kill it, or they're going to um, prevent the pathogen from having the ability to, to reproduce or something to the fact they weaken the pathogen and introduce it into the body artificially so the body can go through that learning process ahead of time before uh, any real pathogen of the same kind comes into the body. So what it does, it jumps past, it fast forwards the body's um, uh, primary immune response and prepares it for that secondary immune response where it can happen immediately. It immediately defend um, the body or protect the body. That's the purpose of vaccines. And so anybody who is anti-vax, but yet they say that, that, that the body can naturally heal itself, they are <laughs> lying. <laughs> the body cannot do that on its own by the very nature of how the immune system works. And all I'm explaining is the basics of how the immune system works. The, your body has to take time to learn these pathogens. If there's a foreign pathogen coming in your body that it does not know, which means that it, it, it didn't encounter it naturally through, through an infection or through a vaccination, and that pathogen happens to be a deadly one that acts very fast and has a very short uh, uh, shelf life, you are cooked. You're gonna die before your body has the ability to form these antibodies to destroy it. It will overcome, it will, it will overwhelm the immune system, and it will fire off um, inf inflammation, it will fire off a uh, rise in temperature, it will fire off all kinds of things while the pathogen is eating, 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 and proliferating, spreading, cloning, and destroying the cells in your body. And that's what people end up dying from, a cascade of all those kinds of things because your body's not able to work fast enough. So vaccines gives your body a, a tremendous head start by introducing a weak form of the pathogen so your body can learn it and produce the antibodies that stays in your body that's ready in these memory cells. So when this, the pathogen is coming in your body for real, your body's already ready and it, and it out, sets out to destroy it. All right, so that's all I wanted to um, explain. Like I said, I, I'm trying not to go into too much detail, but I think that we need to have a full um, 
you know, uh, explanation of these things so people could walk through. But I didn't want to jump on here and, um, and you know, and, 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 and hog it that long. But people really want, didn't get the uh, get the memo, get the we didn't give the, the heads up. So so did that, did that make sense, though? I, I think no. you said yeah. something that was key. And the key part was how the immune system works. So if you know how the immune system works, all that rubbish they was talking about, the body can heal itself. No, that's not it. How does it work, right? A, a, a protein, right, that the body does not recognize is introduced, right? When, you, when that protein comes in, the body don't recognize, that body starts to produce things that will fight against it. Right, so 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 it's like when a newborn baby is born, right? It has the immunity from his mom, and then that shit wear off. Excuse my language, it wears off, and so that's why it's important for the baby to crawl around. Okay? Oh wait wait wait, oh, oh hold up, that's hey, listen. Uh, let me do this real quick. Let me go to the next slide because what you just said is um is next up. So so let me just finish this because I, I I you know I was trying not to take that time, but you 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 mentioned it, and it's a very good point. So, so remember vaccines, what summarily, what, what do vaccines do? Vaccines allow for the primary immune response to occur with an inactive form of the pathogen so that if the real thing ever comes around, the immune system is already ready for it. That's what a vaccine's purpose is for. But now, Unc, you mentioned something very important. The process that I explained so far is called the active humoral uh, response. But then you have an inactive or a passive humoral immunity. That's what you just said. Um, when, when uh, let me just read. It says the body doesn't go through the work of recognizing antigens, which means it bypasses the the um the body learning process, and so it never goes through that, and so it never goes through that work of recognizing antigens and generating the antibodies. But instead, these antibodies are introduced directly into the body via what? the mother's milk in terms of babies or injection of gamma globulin. And so what that means is that the, the, the baby's body did not learn this on its own. It was given it by its, the mother. And because of that, they do not last. Like Unc said, they do not last. So you're still leaving your, your uh, child or baby um, open and vulnerable. And so this is why a parent, that creates a, a very sterile environment for their ba babies. Believe it or not, this may sound crazy, but that's a form of mild child abuse because what you should do is allow your child in a very controlled and guided and informed way, you should allow your child to crawl around on the ground. You should allow your child to put a few things in its mouth and stuff like that because what it's doing is it's cultivating its adaptive immune system Remember, we're, we're all born with the innate, innate immune system, but the adaptive immune system is, is grows and learns as we live, as we live our lives. And so if you can give your child or allow your child to get into a couple of germy things here and there, it, that, that's not lethal, of course, and not potent or whatever the case is, then what that does, it, it allows that primary immune response to learn. And then as a secondary, when it comes in contact with the, those pathogens, again, it will defeat it with no problem. So that was, that was very um, important. So I just want to point that out. Um, um. Hmm. 
So that's why the whole, that's why the whole thing is just, that's why it's embarrassing, man. It's straight embarrassing to be around a group of individuals that claim they know what's going on. It's embarrassing for the conspiracy theorists that can't see the writing on the damn wall right in front of their face. It is clear that these people don't even understand the immune system because if they did, they wouldn't say the things they say. They wouldn't say the body doesn't, the, uh, uh, the body can heal itself from anything and all that. Wait a minute. It doesn't even make sense. That's not <laughs> Listen, how the immune system works. Exactly. You could, you could eat the healthiest of healthiest of healthiest, healthiest foods and everything. And if your body is invaded by a foreign pathogen that it has never come across before, I don't care how healthy you eat and everything, your immune system is not built to have that initial defense response because it has to go through a process of the learning. That's why they call it the adaptive or acquired immune uh, system. And, and this, and going back to, to what I was saying, HIV um, is a virus that actually attacks that. So that's, that, that's why HIV is, is, so, is so crazy and so deadly because, because that virus attacks your, your very defense system itself. It, it, it hijacks your adaptive or acquired immunity. That's why they call it HIV. Okay. So, so they, 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 um, the, the acquired, you know, HIV is the virus that produces what's called AIDS. See, people say I caught AIDS, but really what you're, what people mean to say is that they caught the virus that causes AIDS. AIDS stands for acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. All that, all that means a fancy way of saying that your acquired or adaptive defense system is deficient. That's all it's saying. That's deficient and a virus did it. A virus attacked it to make it deficient so you have no responses. Nobody really dies from AIDS. What, what happens is AIDS is a, is a state that your immune system goes into to where it cannot defend itself against pathogens. So people die from infections. They die from these pathogens, not from AIDS. AIDS is something you can't die from itself. You die because your body is, has been compromised. Your immune system has been compromised and now it can no longer defend itself. And so effectively, now I'm gonna check this out and I'm, gonna be, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm wording it this way on purpose. People who are anti-vax, just blanketly anti-vax, they are, uh, what do you call it, verbally, verbally, and, 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 and if they have it their way, they're verbally giving people AIDS. Now, that sounds crazy, but what I'm saying is that by, by preventing people from going through that primary immune response on these deadly pathogens, they're leaving people's bodies wide open and vulnerable for these pathogens that if they come in contact with them, the body cannot respond. It cannot respond in time. And so, Unc, let me ask you a question, and, and I'm only asking if you know this off the top of your head. Do you know, do you know any uh, or any of you all, um, um, unbiased, maybe you, you may know, do you, do you know any of the, the um, pathogens or viruses or whatever that has that has a very quick um, effect on the body. That that 
that goes to maturity real fast. Like soon as you catch it, man, it's like it's like you no you hospitalize real fast or whatever the case is. Do you do you know any top off the top of your head? No. Ebola. Okay, how how long like like once 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 Ebola um enters the body, like how, how long does that take to really take hold? Do you know? I and mean, we, we we could all look it up. I was just wondering if, if anybody knew off the top of their head. Man, it starts to happen fat and and, and it's and it's and it's deadly because that's why I don't spread as much as bad. Cause it's, it's killing the person. I mean the person ain't traveling around hanging out spreading the shit. You know what I mean? It's not they're not spreading their body fluids because the shit start happening real quick. Okay, so now so check that out. That's that's a good point. So Ebola activates real fast. Your body doesn't have a chance to defend. Period. You know, so so anyway, I just want I just wanted to share that because to me, th this this basic information is missing was missing from the conversation. And I think if we if we um, kind of make sure people are educated on just simply how the immune system works, it will eliminate a lot of that noise. And then what's left over, then we can have a conversation because now we can get into the specifics of of specific vaccines like we could talk about mmr um vaccinations we could talk about the influenza you know we could talk about specifics now but 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 anybody that's just anti-vax just to be anti-vax you are insane you, well, do that's not, you do not know how the immune system works they don't and, kill. I, and, I, and i've tested this i for the past two weeks i've encountered people who are anti-vaxxers and i asked them to for them to break down how the immune system works and they can't they never can they don't know what a uh uh they don't know any and i don't even expect them to know the fancy terms or the technical terms but they can't describe anything let's give you a basic understanding hey hey, hey would y'all this garfield why don't you come on the channel man and let's do a whole presentation on this because this well, is all, yeah that's what that's yeah, that's what i was saying so i'm, I'm gonna get with um uncle whoever because there's a whole nother part to this, which is which is um, communal or herd immunity. That's that's equally important. Oh people. hell! If you relax, I'm going to show the slide. Shit, relax. I got the slide. <laughs> All right, here you go. All right, I'm so I'm 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 a fall back, but I hope everybody got it. Hey, well, you, well, you do know that was a trick by Wajawa, right? The five minutes, you know that was a trick, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just want y'all to know that. I, knew it. I, I just want y'all to know that. All right, cool. All right, I already knew it. So, 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 if y'all familiar with the conversation I had with Phil Valentine, my fault. Got his name wrong. Doctor Phil Good Valentine. <laughs> you know, extraordinary. And so, if you look right here, timeline on vaccine, right? He made a statement. I said, I said Phil, in 1918, it was a pandemic, and five percent of the human population got wiped out. Feel me? I said, if they would have had a vaccine, it would have helped. No, 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 no. That pan he said that pandemic didn't happen. It was the vaccines that spread it. Okay, so what? What vaccines was around in 1918? So in 1796, that's the first vaccine by Edward Jenner. And we know inoculation is the precursor to that. That's what they was doing in West Africa in 1702 in America, in Boston. So we had knowledge of that prior to 1702. But watch this, 18, let me move this out. We got, yeah. We got 1882, the first vaccine for, can y'all see that? 
I move this thing out for rabies. This is in 1882. Now, from 1882, you don't get another one to 1932. What the hell? What vaccines was being spread around? Spread killed the people. Doctor Phil Good Valentine. Which one would it been? 1882. They only had rabies and smallpox at that point. And he said that's why all the people died because they got they got vaccinated. What are you talking about? You only got the, the smallpox joint and you got the rabies joint. You got to come all the way to here. Look, for months, measles, 1964. I was born in 1967. All right. Now, this is what Wuja is talking about right here. This is the slide I wanted to show. They asked, can you raise your kid? Can you raise a healthy kid? That's the question, right? So let's look at this table right here. Let's look at the graph right here. This is a very important graph. And I'm gonna I'm I'm speed right on through here. Cause I know everybody on short right about now, right? So we got the blue, the blue child, right? Not immunized, but still healthy. That, that would represent the anti-vaccine community. Can you raise a healthy child? They, they claim they raise a healthy child. Sure you can. Not immunized, but still healthy. That's in blue. Let's look at the yellow. Immunized and healthy. So the, so the yellow kid, right, has been immunized and healthy. The blue kid has not been immunized, but still healthy. The red kid, not immunized, sick and contagious. So let's start over here to your left, right? Boom. No one is immunized. Okay, contagious disease spread through the population. Look at the first level right here. I'm gonna say this again. No one is immunized. Contagious disease spread through the population. So you see the healthy kids that the anti-vaxxers have, if something happens, right? If some type of disease come through, based off what Wuja's talking about now, look what's gonna happen to the population. Look how many people are gonna get sick. You still gonna find outliers that don't get sick, right? We understand evolution, everybody don't get sick, right? One, two, three, four, five. Five kids don't get sick. But look how many kids have been decimated right there, y'all. Okay? Now, let's move to the next level in the middle. Some of the population get immunized. Contagious disease spread through some of the population. There you go. So you got some in the yellow, immunized and healthy, right? Let's start over here to the left. These are the ones that are immunized in the yellow. The blue ain't immunized, right? And the red is infectious. Follow the arrow. Look how many people catch the pathogen. Contagious. But you still have some, you got one, one, two, three, four, five, six, right? That has been immunized and healthy. They still healthy and immunized, right? Look at the disease. Let's come down here. This is what we like to call, this is, this is the effective herd immunity right here. This last stage right here, this is the effective human, uh, uh, um, herd immunity. Here you go. Most of the population gets immunized, right? We need to be 80, 85 to 96% immunized for this to occur. Herd immunity, which I call it communal immunity. 
Because you know y'all anti-evolution people don't like to hear the word herd or anything close to remotely close to being an animal. So most of the population is immunized. Spread of contagious disease is contained. Look at that. Left to right, y'all. Watch this. Most of the population is immunized right here. Most of the children are immunized. Look at that. Most of them, right? Look at the two in red. They're sick. But guess what? It doesn't spread to everybody because the disease stops when it runs across somebody that's immunized. I'm going to say this again. The value of herd immunity is when someone is immunized and, some, and an immunized person runs across someone that's sick, the disease stops right there. There you go. That's herd immunity. If you look to the right, now you'll see most people didn't even get sick. That's interesting. So you still got them people that's not still healthy, but ain't immunized. That's based off of everybody being immunized. And when those three people right there, all contagion gets sick, it doesn't spread anyway. But if you go up to the top, no one is immunized, contagious disease spread through the population. This is where the anti-vaxxers are trying to take us. This is where that acidic community in Brooklyn, this is what happened to them. They wasn't immunized and the measles spread rampant is right there. That's very, very important. So this is the part I was talking about in the debate. And I'm gonna end it right here. We don't vaccinate just to protect our children. We also vaccinate to protect our grandchildren and their grandchildren. With one disease, smallpox, we stopped the leak in the boat by eradicating the disease. Our children don't have to get smallpox shots anymore because the disease no longer exists. If we keep vaccinating now, parents in the future may be able to trust that disease like polio, right? Meningitis, meningitis won't infect, cripple, or kill our children. And so that question came up, are vaccines safe? Are vaccines safe? Right? If they would have let me show my slides at the end like they were supposed to, but that's okay. Not mad at them. The journey of your child's vaccine. And we talked about safety, right? So how a new vaccine is developed. First of all, let's come up to here. Before a new vaccine is ever given to people, extensive lab testing is done that can take several years. Once testing in people begins, it can take several more years before clinical studies are complete and the vaccine is licensed. So when in a lab, they do a lot of testing on animals and stuff like that, y'all. What product did the other side have that was tested on animals first? What did Dr. Sabi have that was tested on animals first to see the animal's reaction to it? We call this like a model species. I mean, they use model species to understand humans or to understand the effects on drugs, the, the effects on the animals, right? Which, which would give them an inkling of how it might affect human beings. So watch this, phase one. Let's see, the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, sets rules for these three phases of clinical trials to ensure the safety of our volunteers. Researchers test vaccines with adults first. So we're in phase one. Phase one is 20 to 100 healthy volunteers. This is called phase one. 
And it's always based off of safety, y'all. Is this vaccine safe? The question is asked on 20 to 100 people. And before they even get to the people, they do clinical studies, right? Does Minister Stinky Inky have any clinical studies on the prostate cells? Does KT the Ostrich, do they have any clinical studies on the prostate cell? How about Phil Valentine? Do they have any clinical studies before they, before they sell it to our people? No, they do not. They don't even have clinical studies. Right? They don't even have phase one, phase two, phase three studies. So phase one is what? Is the vaccine safe? It's the first question. Does the vaccine seem to work? That's the next question. Are there any serious side effects? Right? How is the size of the dose related to the side effects? If it is some side effects, phase two. Look at the amount of people now. Several hundred volunteers, not thousands. Like Dr. Savy, Dr. Savy sells thousands of products and ain't and ain't did clinical study the first, ain't went through phase one, <laughs> ain't and sure as hell ain't making it to phase two. They just making money. What are the most common short-term side effects? See, now they're asking the question of the larger sample size. This is not what uh what's the guy named? Uh he had a sample size of 12 nine people and claimed vaccines cause autism. What's the name, Unbiased? Are you talking about um, Wakefield, Wakefield? Wakefield. OK, because you got Brian Hooker, so we had Wakefield. Wakefield, he had 12 people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so in phase two, several hundred volunteers. It say, what are the most common short-term side effects? How are the volunteer immune systems responding to the vaccine? They're doing exactly what Wu just said, right? They're trying to see how the immune system is responding in, in several hundred volunteers. Now, if it makes it, it might not even make it through phase one. Wait a minute, it might not even get out the damn lab. So people have already put up a half a billion dollars, 800 to a half a billion dollars, and, it's, and it might not even get out the lab. Might yeah. not make it out of phase one or phase two. How about phase three? Hundreds of thousands of volunteers. Now we're dealing with the hundreds of thousands of volunteers. How many people volunteered to take Dr. Sabi uh, and, and, and Katie the Osh degree uh, uh, and, and Mr. Stinky Inky? Was there any volunteers? No, they just sold it to you. Hmm. How do the people who get the vaccine and people who do not get the vaccine compare? Now, there was a lie going on in that debate, y'all. The lie was they don't have no studies on vaccinated children and vaccinated children to see what the differences are. Well, it happens right here in phase three. I'm gonna say it again. Divine Pseudo routinely asks the question stubbornly, do they have any studies where there's vaccinated children and unvaccinated and they, what is the study results? Bro, they do that in phase three. Here we go. How do people who get the vaccine and people who do not get the vaccine compare. So they're lying to you off the rip. Is the vaccine safe? They're still asking the essential question, is the vaccine safe? This question is repeated through each phase over and over again. Is the vaccine effective? 
This is the push. This, this is the reason for dealing with phase three, phase one, phase two. They're trying to see if it makes sense. Why would they release a product that don't work? Why would you invest a billion dollars, right, in a product, get licensed and release for it not to work? They're lying to our babies. They're trying to get in our community and make us unvaccinated. An unvaccinated African community will quickly become an unhealthy African community. You want to talk about wiping some people out. Y'all worried about, y'all more worried about the damn vaccine than the damn pathogen. If they really want to get you, just unvaccinate you. If they really want to wipe out African population, just don't vaccinate them. What are the most common side effects? They're still asking questions. And then they're going to hit the bottom and say vaccines are made in batches called lots and unbiased understand what the batch is. They have batch numbers on it. So, so say a randomly come, come through and grab a batch. They'll grab one valve from the batch and test it and see if it works and see what's going on with it. Manufacturers must test all lots to make sure they are safe. There's that word safe again, pure and potent. The lots can only be uh, released once the FDA reviews their safety and quality. How vaccines is added to the US recommended immunization schedule. Now you got all kinds of stuff. You got the advisory committee on immunization practices. That's the ACIP is a group of medical and public health experts. Then you got the member of the American Academy of Pediatrics, the AAP. Then you got the American Academy of Family Physicians, the AAFP and among some of some of the groups that also bring related immunization expertise to the committee is that this group carefully reviews all available data about the vaccine from clinical trials to other studies to develop recommendations for the vaccine use the acip continues watch this job it continues to monitor vaccine safety there's that word safety again is minister stinky inky is KT the arch degree? Is red pill, blue pill? Are they monitoring people that bought their products, y'all? Not no, but hell no. Because they'd have known Sarnetta almost fucking died off a doctor saving snake oil remedy. All reviews, all, all available data about the vaccine from clinical trials and other studies to develop recommendation for the vaccine use. It said the ACIP continues to monitor vaccine safety, effective data, even after the vaccine routine use and may change or update recommended basis. This is what they do. Now watch this. When making recommendation that ACIP considers how safe, if they were safe again, how safe is the vaccine when given to a specific age? How well does the vaccine work in specific ages, how serious is the disease this vaccine prevents, how many children would get the disease, how many children would get the disease the vaccine prevents if we don't have a vaccine. Man. Close this up. Watch this. How vaccine safety continues to be monitored. It's always about safety. And y'all can say they making it up. Y'all can say they act like they doing it, they faking us out, they're trying to kill us. Man, that's what the pseudo say. It's the whole, the bars, 
That's a system of safety. These fools in the debate, they're going to read from that. But that was that is one of the mechanisms in place. The purpose of monitoring is to watch the adverse events, possible side effects. Monitoring vaccines after it is licensed help ensure the possible risks associated with the vaccines are identified. So science does not stop once the product goes to market. And you see up here in the corner, right hand corner, it's got risks and benefits. They already know the risks and they already know the benefits and they weigh it out like intelligent people do. This is what intelligent civilizations do. And this is what they did in West Africa. They weighed, they had a risk reward, risk to benefit. And they decided that it was more beneficial to inoculate than not to inoculate. Now the vaccine adverse events reporting system Bears collects and analyzes reports of adverse events that happen after vaccinations. Anyone can submit a report, including parents, uh, uh, patients, and healthcare professionals. Vaccine safety data link, VSAD, and post licensure, rapid immune safety and monitoring. PRISM, it's another joint. Two network for healthcare organizations across the US. VSD can analyze healthcare information from over 24 million people. How many people can Dr. Sandy monitor? How many people can AKT the Austin Crazy Degree monitor? How many people can Red Pin Blue? They can't monitor a damn soul. They sell you the product and talk crazy. Clinical Immunization Safety Assessment Program. That's a CISA. Vaccine Safety Experts. I'm going to say it again. They're Vaccine Safety Experts. Assist the U.S. healthcare providers with complex vaccine safety questions about their patients. The CISA conducts clinical research studies to better understand vaccine safety. There's that word safety again. Identify prevention strategies for adverse events. What strategy did they have for Sarnella when he took Dr. Savings products and almost died? They ain't have a damn strategy. Hey, so um, can you before you close? I don't want you to close that. Can you go back to the herd immunity slide? Yeah, that's a deep. Man. Ain't that deep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> this is the thing, right? And 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 I didn't and I don't I haven't heard this you know be a part of the conversation enough. You know, is is the issue now? Remember, a lot of people's problem is the idea of being forced to to be vaccinated like you know the idea of of having your liberties taken away from you that's that's a that's a big issue right we've heard that right where where they they don't like to be told or forced to do it. it's like pro-choice it's like abortion the whole abortion question where people are pro-life or pro-choice and stuff like that well the same thing is happening with vaccinations and so um Here's the issue. Now, uh, you, you you gave a statistic out, and I think you were saying that let's um, it's different for for each um, what do you call it uh, pathogen. But let's just call out one. Let's just say measles, and let's say that we have to have a ratio of immunity of eighty five percent. Eighty five percent of a of a given population must be inoculated in order for it to um, be for the whole community to be immune, 
You know, that's 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 basically the principle of herd immunity. But now say out of 100 people, that means 85 of those people have to be vaccinated. And let's say they do it. But the other 15 are anti-vaxxers and they and they don't want to be they don't want to be forced. But now let's let's drop the numbers. If it's 85 to 15, then that community is good because that's the that's the um, stat. That's the um, the that's how the mathematics works out. But let's say only 50 people got vaccinated and the other 50 refused or, you know, they, they chose not to. So now you as a as an administrator, a president, a governor or whatever, you're a leader of this community. What are you going to do if you know that 85 percent of the people must be inoculated for the whole community to be protected? But yet you're faced with only 50 people being inoculated. And you have a, a, a policy of, of, pro, of pro-choice, like pe- people have a right to choose. So what do you do? So do you run the risk of allowing people the freedom to choose and, and, and lower that herd immunity ratio to where the entire community starts to uh, dwindle because an outbreak occurs? Or do you change some legislation um, to, to um, enforce people to get vaccinated or in the long term, do you start to educate people? And if they have pro-choice, they making it a well-informed choice instead of just believing in conspiracy theories and, and having a distrust and thinking, you know, this, that, and the third, wh- wh- which one? That's watch this though, Bob. I mean, um, here's the reality and they play with words. The truth is they don't say you have to take a vaccine. What they're saying is, if you want your children to come into these public buildings owned by the state, right, then you must be vaccinated. If you don't, if you want to make the choice not to vaccinate, which you can, then you can't allow, we can't allow your children in the damn building. You still have your choice. Okay, that's good. Now check this out. Now that's that's good. That's a good point. But check this out. Let's say out of 100 people, and the rule is in place, as you just said it, where where they're not forcing you to get a vac- vaccinated, but if you want to go to this school, you got to be vaccinated. So let's say 50, 50 people choose to homeschool, but and the other 50 got vaccinated. Now, they're still exercising their choice, but we need a ratio of 85% of 85 people for the whole community to, to um, meet that threshold we're still faced with the same problem you see what i'm saying we're still faced with the same problem so so that's a that's a big issue that needs to be discussed where people feel like their 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 liberties are being taken but yet they don't understand herd immunity so this is why i say the topic of herd immunity is very very important to educate people on so that they can make an informed decision like keep your free choice but when you do make that choice let it be an informed choice not just some random uh I'm just gonna roll with the roll with it type of choice. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the big difference. And and so that's that has to be emphasized. That that really needs to be pointed out. Um that that issue right there, as you um you know, as you as you spoke about. Does that make sense? Unbiased, I I see you there. You I'm biased, ain't, I'm biased ain't here. Word I said. 
He about to he about to start faking like he heard everything I said. <laughs> Sleep shit. All right, let me let me introduce some books into the conversation because what you'll find out when y'all watch the debate, them they ain't have no books. I was like, they 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 must don't know that I'm raw squad. How you gonna come into a debate without no damn books? <laughs> crazy. They gonna debate without books. Ain't that crazy? Where where is your books at? So we're gonna come right here. This this is written by a vaccine a vaccine scientist. Okay, uh, Peter Holtz, M.D., Ph.D. All right, watch this. Shit was moving so fast in that damn building, man. They said, "Well, they had that that shit was crazy." Let me read this to you real fast, man. Talking about safety, I, you know, I, it's a few points I missed. I missed the autism thing in there. I didn't do right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. And so much going on and I didn't come to this. Watch this, listen to this, listen to this y'all on page uh, 134. All right. And then I wanna, I wanna get the reference ready. Chapter nine, I believe, real quick. And I ain't gonna hold y'all. Let me get this out the way. It's a trip, right? And 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 then then it make you just look at the people in your community, the people that claim to be leaders. You start looking at them real funny. You know what I mean? Chapter eight, real funny here. Watch this. Chapter eight, six. All right, got you. So watch this, y'all. According to some estimates, Alum, that's A-L-U-M, has the world's largest safety track record. Advents have been given in more than 3 billion, I'm gonna say this again, 3 billion doses of vaccines over the past 80 years. 3 billion doses right, over the last 80 years, right? The longest track safety record in advents is Alum. Man, where's the source on that? Evolution of advents across centuries and vaccines, all right? Get the book, y'all, get the book. And it's a serious book, and it was a, a and, it, and it's well written, as a matter of fact. Serious book, well written. Uh, let me see. Uh, the scientific, uh, the science clearly finds there is no association between vaccine and ASD. Y'all don't know what ASD is, do do y'all? <laughs> ASD, today anti-vaccine groups still attempt to refute these findings. They do so in interesting ways, such as trying to, to, mis, to mistake in the methodologies, they find mistakes in methodology, or even uh, resorting to conspiracy theories, stating that the papers are fake news. By persisting in these actions, they are doing the disservice to children and adults with autism. 
and their families. And as they call it, ASD. Autism is called ASD. All right. So I didn't address that. So I'm critiquing myself as I went back over it. Um, you want to add something, Garfield, or you sleep? Where you at? Now, I just want to say what uh... I'm good. I'm good. I'm listening. But that's, you know, that's the point we missed. I didn't, I didn't, I messed up on that. For autism spectrum disorder? Yeah, I, yeah, I messed up. I said it because let, let me give y'all something. With that, my plan of attack was this, but there was so much going on and I missed it. The plan of attack was this, y'all. They keep saying autism, vaccines cause autism, right? Very unscientific because, okay, even if you thought that vaccines was one of the things that caused autism, the next thing is, if not autism, I mean, if not vaccines, then what else could it have been? There are certain environmental factors that are not looking to. Uh -huh. You have about five chemicals associated uh, 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 with causing autism. You got to go to homo neanderthal and uh, uh, homo denisovan, right? The homo neanderthal and homo denisovan genes that are left in humans, they're left right next to these genes that will cause autism. They have, they, they, they have actually found 99 genes associated with autism. So in at least 1% of people with autism, it comes from homo neanderthal and homo denisovan, Journal of Science. Find that article in there, read up on it. We also know that a, 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 a ASD brain, as opposed to a normal brain, uh, uh, is totally different. So no vaccine could actually uh, 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 cause that process of, uh, of, of, of transforming uh, uh, unhealthy brain. Vaccines don't do that. Wouldn't do it, couldn't do it. They use cast scans in the womb of women. Ultrasounds. Right, and they can tell. I don't know about the ultrasound, I don't know about the cast scan. Nah, nah, it's ultrasound, definitely. I don't know, you had to speak on that. I don't know about that. I'm talking about the cast scan. I don't know what you're talking about. And so brain imagery, I don't know what you're talking about. That's something you got to bring in there. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's I got. I, I can't listen to you. I'm biased because you throw me out there. Let me finish my point. What I know, if you got something, you you know, you just the point I want to make real fast is that they they they, they look at the they, they look at the scans, the CT scans of the brain, and they can pretty much tell a brain that will end up being autistic in the womb before you get any daggone vaccines. <clears throat> they have five chemicals associated with it. Look it up. They cause autism. There's certain drugs that women can take that may cause autism. They don't even let the women take the drugs no more because they need that. And people say, well, autism, more people are having autism now. They're cherry picking. The truth is, it's, a, it's on a spectrum. The ASD is on a spectrum. So like you say, there's more, there's more male child and female child with autistic. Now they realizing that, uh, quote unquote, it's uh, uh, it, it, like, like eating disorders that women have now. They're now adding it to the autism spectrum. But absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, right, there is no, no, no study that shows that, quote unquote, autism is caused by any vaccines. Read, the, read that right there, huh? That's one of them. You, know, you read it. Yeah, routine ultrasounds may detect autism in utero. Okay, type in <laughs> Type in C-scans too. You jump, you jumping. Stop jumping, you jumping. I just say it's an ultrasounds also that they can detect it. That's all. I saw also, it. Also, that's it. 
Yeah, so I was adding another way they find out uh, autism early in the utero. They could find it by ultrasounds as well. See, now this is the thing. Um, Man, you tripping. Journal of Nature. I'm going to trump you with the Journal of Nature. Brain scans spot early signs of autism in high-risk babies. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you want to go to Journal of Nature on that? You want to play? I'm going to trump put it, you. Put it, on, put it on the screen, bro. Yeah, so you want to rump with me? Uh -huh. Okay. Go to Journal of Nature, man. Got you. You see it? Nah. Man, you crazy, yo. Okay. Now, you, you gonna one-up me? No, I'm not trying to one-up you. I'm just nah, 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 nah. Hey, here we go, right here. I'm not so, trying to one-up you, man. So, you at the Journal of uh, uh, what happened? Medicine? Well, I am too. No, I'm at the Journal of Nature. You ain't getting okay. past that. I'm at the U.S. National Library of Medicine National Institutes of Health. All right, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that, okay, that ain't that ain't nothing. That ain't, that ain't nothing. Come on, brother. No, I ain't nothing. Yo. I'm gonna show you where you got. Scroll back up. Scroll back up, brother. Unbiased. Scroll all the way back up to the top. Everybody that's watching, look at this. This is December 2018. Autism is a prenatal disorder. Listen, let me read it over. Autism is a prenatal disorder. Evidence from late gesta gestation, brain overgrowth. Scroll down now. Let me read. Let me let me look at the um the conclusion or the findings. Okay, so just real fast, right here it says fetal ultrasound. Right there, you go. So so it, it's in here. You can look right in there. Uh, this is everything. I gotta make it bigger. I'll make it bigger. Make it bigger. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. You want me to read it, Garfield? No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right, there you go, huh? Told you, man. Ultrasounds, baby. I mean, so I mean, sometimes it's like you just what? What you want me to say, yo? No, nah, I was just I was adding in. Oh, okay. I was adding to it. You you said one way they could find, and I was saying the more ways they could find, the more the better. So I was saying also ultrasounds. Oh, yeah. You was acting like it was just ultrasound, though. Nah. So you said it. You ain't have all that chest in there and that and that debate did it all feel? Ah, nigga okay. was done. <laughs> He became run biased instead yeah. of <laughs> But hey, I want to. I want. Okay, so so. Okay, let me ask y'all because maybe maybe I'm 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 I, I missed something. The the what are the if you had to name two of the biggest concerns of the anti-vaxxers on the reason why they are anti-vax, what would it be? The the uh, two biggest concerns. Autism. Autism. Safety. So, safety. Okay. And what, what was the other one? Oh, you're saying autism and safety, but that's yeah. that's the two? Yeah, which is dumb. It's just dumb. Okay. 
So now, now, you know, I think safety is a concern for everybody. Everybody definitely would like for everything to be safe. And so it's a matter of trust and all that good stuff. But so I, I agree. But the second one that I, I saw, the, the top two that I would say is one that you all already said, which is um, which is like the safety of the vaccines themselves and everything. But another one would be um, their right to choose. Like that was that was a heavy that was a heavy issue um, among people, the people at, you know, at that event and just people in general, like they don't want to be told what to do. And I think I think y'all said that y'all y'all said that it was a it was a rally and it was it was really to get supporters for for the pushback on on their freedom of choice and and this and that. So that's a that's a, a, a big thing, you know, with their ability to choose and everything. And so because of those two two things, that's when they they use those two things to springboard off and go into the other things, you know, the whole conspiracy stuff, and then the belief that you know they don't even need vaccinations altogether because they think that eating healthy is enough, right? You know. So, like but the goalposts kept being pushed. Andrew Wakefield tried to connect a leaky gut to autism, and when that was retracted and debunked. Then it became aluminum. Then it became mercury, and now it's MMR. So it kept being pushed. Every time something got debunked, it went to something else, something else. And now MMR is being debunked. And watch it be something else two, three years from now. So, so the real question is, is to these anti-vaxxers, is for lethal pathogens that have a very fast reaction or effective um, act on the human body. What is their defense what would they agree as a defense for the uh for the human body if if it's not vaccinations eating some central oils and, and taking some sage okay. <laughs> well, well he, he said going he said go ahead and contract the disease yourself and your immunity would naturally beat it up well see that okay that so when he said that see, that's what i'm saying that that statement and what you said um is is just is a proof of the ignorance of how the immune system works. Yeah, so, facts. Period. Nah. You can't, you can't eat it. You you can't. There's nothing you're gonna eat that's gonna that's gonna change the way your adaptive <laughs> immune system works. It's 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 not gonna be a crash course. They act like that. Your that that eating something is gonna give your immunity a cliff note, <laughs> uh, summary version of uh, to be able to identify pathogens. Uh, and everything when it doesn't and so and so so here's the thing so now to satisfy the people who who um who want to focus on nutrition listen nutrition is very important and it's just as important as the vaccination because if you don't have the proper nutrition in your system to, to where your body's metabolizing and extracting the proper nutrients out of your foods then then even if your body learns the the enemy and the pathogens if if the nutrition is not there for it to produce the um the lycocytes the 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 lymphocytes and the and all these uh, neutrophils and 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 um and all these other cells and enzymes and histamines and all these other kinds of things if the nutrition is not there for them to even produce it then guess what you still cook so so what 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 I what I think that that people need to start saying is to eliminate this dichotomy against nutrition or vaccination you right. need it should, be, it should be all it should be inclusive you need both yeah I'm, I'm saying both of them are equally important because you can have you can be vaccinated 
And if you have poor nutrition, that weakened, especially if, if it's a live attenuated uh, pathogen that they're injecting in you, you mess around and and um and catch a lot of the the bad symptoms just from that 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 vaccine if if your nutrition is not right for it to produce the the um the substances that it needs you see what i'm saying so so the nutrition is very important and so i, I, I never heard i ain't never heard that one though i ain't gonna lie y'all I, I don't know but you think i'm biased wait yeah. wait that's that what Devon be kicking about that nutrition. Yeah, yeah, you can't kick that. No, 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 no. Listen, I've heard what Devon says. I'm not. A <laughs> Listen, hold on. So let me, let me, let me be very clear because I'm not, I'm not saying that. So I'm not. We not. Call up Double X, man. With Double X at. So here, no, let me repeat what I said then. What, <laughs> man, I, what I'm on the plantation getting whipped. No, okay, what I'm saying is that for your adaptive immune system to mm -hmm. respond mm -hmm. there are certain cells and molecules that is involved mm -hmm. and your they don't come from nowhere they have to come from um your the other parts of your body and so what i'm saying is that if you don't eat the right nutrition that provides the resources for your body to produce these immune cells called lycocytes or lymph lymphocytes and all these other different varieties that i'm skipping if your nutrition not there in the first place for those to be produced, then guess what? Your, your immune system is going to misfire. And so what I'm saying is that you still need to eat healthy as all outdoors so your body can, can have the resources. But, but eating healthy is not going to prevent your immune system the need to learn the pathogen, which is what vaccines do. So that's the thing. So vaccines are necessary and eating healthy is necessary. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me say this, then you go next time, Boz. I'm not quite buying that, though, Wuja, because the reality is most Americans don't eat healthy. Most Americans don't eat healthy. So if that was like a prerequisite to getting vaccines, then, then we all be in trouble. But what, what I would, let, let me tell you what I would say, that eating healthy, having your health, health at an optimum position is important for the way you look, the way you feel, this your overall general health, because guess what? You can take vaccines, but you, you eat so bad that you start to get other diseases, like what? High blood pressure. Uh, uh, um, what's the other thing um, uh, you get from eating bad? Uh, diabetes. Heart disease. Heart disease, diabetes. So that's why I, say I think you need to eat healthy, because well, you'll get vaccinated for one thing, and then die from another another thing. <laughs> oh, no, but listen, listen. Hey, hey, hey Java, let me say this. That, that um, which is what you said it does have some validity. Uh, uh, they touch on some of the major con contributors in autism, and genetics is number one. And then yeah. you got you got environmental, and you got um, they call it maternal maternal something, and that's true. Like mothers with bad diet, poor diets, it's a low percentage, but it is a it is a percentage that contri that contributes to that can contribute to autism, a poor diet. Okay, listen, listen, hit, hit, um, this mm. is what I'm saying. Like, like you, at, at least, Unc, I gotta give you credit. You say you don't, you don't know about it, so you, so you still open for it, right? So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna argue tonight. So, though. I'm gonna argue with you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, now check this out. So the immune system, the adaptive immune system, is all about B cells and T cells. Yeah. The B cells are born and mature in the bone, in the uh, red blood cells of the bone marrow. Mm -hmm. That's why they call B. Mm -hmm. The T cells are, are are mature in the thymus. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is that if you don't eat the right foods 
to to have a healthy thymus or healthy bone marrow and healthy things where these cell these these uh, resultant cells come from, then it doesn't matter if when your body needs them, they're not going to be able to produce them efficiently. That's the difference. So all, all I'm saying is that, see, you're, you're talking about heart disease or um, like you said, high blood pressure and, and all this other kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. No, but what I'm saying is that, is that you have to provide your body <clears throat> the nutrients that it needs to function. Yes or no? Yes. And so that's all I'm saying. If, right. you, don't, if, you, if you don't give your body the, 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 um, the resources it needs to, to, to do something, it can't do it. I don't care how much you want it to do it. It ain't going to do it. So, so that's all I'm saying. So, so when you, I say eating healthy. So I'm you saying, saying your immune system don't work if you don't eat right, yo? Absolutely. All right. Well, you need to pull that up. Wait, 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 wait. I, hold on. Why, why would I have to pull it up? If you, if you, if you eat Twinkies uh, every day, every, every day for, for a month, do you think your immune system, system is going to be able to function? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think some other things that go wrong though, but you, you still. I'll keep pseudo, man. Yeah, Unc, you don't, you don't, listen, Unc, I ain't, I don't, I, don't, I ain't gonna let you do that. I'm gonna eat right, that, that's all it is. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna let you go out like that. Uh, hey, that's not the point. <clears throat> no, no, listen, Unc, I'm, what I'm saying is that if you don't provide your body its necessary nutrients that, that, that create, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think the immune system is on an island by itself? Like, do you, do you, do, do you think that, that the workings of the immune system and all the different cells. Now I could name a whole list of cells. I, I just ain't want to bore everybody. But do you think all these cells are produced on their own? I was anti-vax. However, that was only because I did not overstand. You use that word overstand. <laughs> I totally received a new light on vaccines. Point blank period. It was a recruitment, but the information was indeed enough for my choice. Now see, for me, for me now, that means a lot, right? That it was at least yeah, that's a, a person at the debate who was anti-vaccine on their side, left out there with something based off the work we did. So that's the point right there. Not to mention I had several right people. You was damn biased that came like, can I get a picture of the books you have? Right. Man, I just want, I just, we got this baby and man, I want to do the right thing. Appreciate y'all. Okay. So I didn't even get into all that. And that's the part that hurt my heart. The other community seen more value in us being there than our damn community yeah. is in this crazy. Okay, I want to get, I want to ask you, cause I don't want, I don't want to leave on that note though. I want, I want to know. <laughs> Are you trick out me right now? I'm gonna look at <laughs> no, 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 I don't think so. I just, I just want to ask. No, no, no. I just want you to ask you a question. Do you do you think that all of the elements that are involved in the immune system, from all the different cells that I I'm not mentioning, do you think that those cells appear out of nowhere? Nope. And I'm saying you mixing two things up, and I'm gonna get you right now since you want to push the issue. Right. <laughs> right. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna get you right now. <laughs> great, great. You said you said I'm, I'm vaccines work if you have a poor diet. Is that really the question there, bro? No, what no, that's not the question. So I'm I not thought it was. What's the nope. question? That's why that's why I'm trying to make myself clear. That's I I've kind of figured you you thought I was saying something that I'm not saying. What I'm saying, what saying? is that is that all the vaccine is 
it is is it is giving the body the opportunity to bypass or to fast track through that preliminary immune defense response. What mm -hmm. it does, it introduces a, a weakened state of a pathogen to the body so it can go through its adaptive defense and learn the pathogen and, and set up a memory for it and create antibodies for it that flood the body in its blood and lymph so that if the real thing comes into the body, it, it doesn't have to do that again. It can immediately uh, react and respond. And all I'm saying is that in order for the body to produce these antibodies in the first place with these phagocytes, these lycocytes, lymphocytes, and all these other um, different types of cells and things like that, those cells come from something. It comes from your body's metabolizing nutrients from what you eat. Ultimately, everything, glucose from the glucose that, that, that causes, that provides your, your, all your cells the energy for it to do whatever comes from your food. And all I'm saying is that nutrients, your, your, your diet is very important to your health. And your health is mainly based on your immune systems being able to handle and defend against pathogens. The other diseases that you mentioned, those extreme like um, 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 high blood pressure and stuff like that, those are, those are a different set that, that um, come from something. They, they don't come out of nowhere either. Uh, come from poor diet and shit like that. Yeah, but it, but it, but it doesn't come from poor diet and then, then it's light and then a switch is flicked and then boom, you got high blood pressure. There's a cascade of events that occur. Yeah, it's just that uh, lead, doing the same. That lead, did you say? That lead up to that, right? It's a, it's a breakdown. Because remember, your T cells, you got, you got cellular to cellular um, um, immunity where cells will fight other cells. In other words, like every cell in your body, except for um, um, certain cells like neurons and like, like your spinal and your central nervous system and the brain, all that stuff, that's a, that's a different monster. But all the other cells in your body, they produce proteins that allow these T cells to recognize it so it will leave it alone. And so when a defected cell no longer has these proteins, your body sees it as an enemy and it will attack it. And so when that occurs in, 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 um, in mass numbers, you start to develop other diseases and things because it's attacking these other cells that would normally provide nutrients or, or other things to your organs and other parts of your body. So, so it's, everything is related. So what I'm, all I'm saying is that we, and, I, and, and I'm not saying you're doing it or anybody on the panel is doing it, but what I'm saying is that we can never downplay nutrition and, 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 and in an effort to big up vaccines because they're, they're both necessary. They're both necessary. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But I say if you got a poor diet, it's better with the vaccine than without it. Yeah, but that's not the question. You're absolutely right. That's that's like a duh. <laughs> All right then. So if that's possible. If that's the case, then no, I'm not sitting here saying just take vaccines and have terrible. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that people who are overweight, terrible diet still afford the protection through vaccines. That that's all I'm saying. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. The, the the less of two evils, obviously, if you have poor diet without a vaccine, it 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 it's still it still doesn't allow your body to bypass that pre preliminary response. So so what you're saying is right. So that's that's all I'm saying. That's, yeah. But you what just, I'm saying, you just 
you just had me tongue tied. I had to figure it out. And Lee was trying to trick me on something. Nah, I, 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 I really, <laughs> no, no. Listen, I really wasn't. I'm, I'm really supporting what you're saying, but at the same time, we gotta, we gotta remove the noise from the conversation. So yeah, what happens really. is, what happens is the other side will try to push nutrition, yeah. and as, and as a pushback, a, a pro vaxxer will try to, will try to downplay and disregard it, and then, and then, and then that's the focus. Like, man, get out of here with that. You know, yeah, we, we don't want to do that. Right. We we need to oh, be with that guy, God damn it. With, with proper, shit. proper nutrition. Yeah, we no. halfway out. But yeah, look, man, we out of here, man. I think we put in a good show right here. I wanted to end end on something positive. Uh y'all paying attention to us. Uh man, it was a great day out there. Um, wish you was there, Wuja. You would have had fun. That would have been in your environment right there, brother. Um, we gotta get you down there next time. Um Maybe we'll have them come down in Atlanta. We just gotta follow them around, yo. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's important for us to keep learning, keep pushing forward. Um, we're gonna keep doing this, man. Um, it's off the chain. Um, push this thing and keep pushing it. Uh, I got it. We got an interview coming up. I forget the name of the radio station. I'm gonna let y'all know so y'all can call and support us. Um, so yeah, man, it was a great day out there, man. So tell you what, though, no one can say that the Amaral squad, you know what I'm saying, did not have a conversation with one super pseudos, two scientists, and three doctors. Can't say it. Can't say it. And if y'all don't respect us, that damn other side over there sure as hell respect us. Trust me with that, man. Trust hey, me. Uh, hey, um, let me say this to the chat. Albert Einstein, he said, no amount of experimentation can ever prove me right. A single experiment could prove me wrong. So when it comes to vaccinations, we have several, many, many studies that shows that there is no link. All they are hoping for is one, as opposed to 100 on outside. They, they, just, they just looking for one that sides with them. And that's all they need. Now, for us, it's not fair because for us, Unc, we have one study, study that shows no link. They want another one, another one. So they want more, 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 more. But when it comes to them, all they need is one. They don't need another and another and another. They just need one. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Hey. And the leader of their group, we played the video earlier, says, <laughs> what did the leader of their group say? <laughs> what was his answer to that? Catch the damn disease. <laughs> you hear? And, and that's what makes me so ashamed, right, of the pseudo community at times. That the leaders of the pseudo community. He said, catch the disease. Follow that nonsense. Yeah, he gave up on alternative. He was like, yo, just catch it. <laughs> I'm, 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 and he was, the look in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? We've been around the buffoonery. We know when you run out of stuff. We know around here, we done been through it, we done fought against the pseudos, and we know what they're around stuff. I'm going to take my kids near the disease. Well, well why ain't you did it yet? I dare you. <laughs> Listen, no amount of looking in your child or an adult's eyes is going to is gonna um, cause your body to bypass that preliminary um, adaptive defense system. It, it, it just doesn't happen. It, it, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. I don't think people really just know the basics of how the immune system works. But um, just real quick, let me just answer this person in the chat because they 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 misconstrued something I said. He 
he thought I said that nutrition can't boost the uh, immune system. Or he asked me uh, if I said, can, you know, I, what I was, he's saying, I, I must have said, nutrition can't boost the immune system. And so what I'm, what I'm saying is that um, the immune system operates a certain way. And like, I, I, you know, and maybe this person came in uh, after I, I, I shared those slides, a couple of slides, but nutrition, what nutrition does, it gives your body the, the resources it needs for when the immune system is activated, because you have an active um, humoral response and then a passive one, which Unk brought up with the uh, baby's milk and all the other kind of stuff. During your active humoral response, your body is going to uh, require certain things to, to activate. And I, and I mentioned some of the cells and things and where they come from, uh, the B and T cells and stuff like that. If you don't have enough of the nutrients in your body for those cells to be produced in the first place or not in mass numbers that, that's needed, then, 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 then you'll, be, you'll have what's considered a weakened immune response. Okay, and so that's what it is. So the proper nutrition will simply provide your body with the proper with the uh, proper foods. So when you say boost your immune system, that's kind of like a misnomer. You know, uh, eating healthy will just give your body a proper immune system, not really boost. You know, so so we got to be careful uh, with that. You know, we have an immune system that's that's intricate. You know, has different different um, working parts and what it does and different functions. So anyway, just want to let everybody know that you can't you you can't get around that 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 learning process. Like just just ask a anti vac ask a person who who want to deal strictly with nutrition and and are anti vaccines or want to stare in people's eyes. Ask them what are um, B lymphocytes uh, composed of. Ask them what is the difference between a plasma B cell and a memory B cell, and why is there such thing as a memory B cell, and how long does that process take? How long does that process take? And there's names for all these processes that I'm uh, skipping, but ask them that. Mm. No. Okay, well, ask. I'm trying to see this journal right here. Let me see the studies were published in our leading, most prestigious, and most important rigorous pair review scientific journals, including the New England Journal of Medicine, get the New England, New England Journal of Medicine, JAMA, that's J-A-M-A, and JAMA Pediatrics. Then get the Proceedings of, of the National Academy of Science, USA. Vaccine, that's another journal, Vaccine, look that up, and the Lancet. These includes retrospective, Re retrospective cohort studies, case control studies, uh, mega analysis studies, and experimental laboratory uh, animal studies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get this book right here. Your vaccines do not cause virtual autism. Once you get this book, ain't nobody gonna ever be able to get around. That's just one work right there. All right. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate everybody coming through. You know what I'm saying? Been one of them good days, man. And you know, I'm gonna finish off the victory. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Hey man, Black African Power, man. I'm a raw squad up, man. Hey, y'all know what it is, man. A well-organized lie defeats the disorganized truth. Every time, man.
Yeah, hey, Wuja, 